listening to the Gamecaster. Gamecaster. Gamecasters. Natalie, Jeff, and Ryan are the Gamecasters, and they do a board game show, inboxes, and nooks, and games, and top five lists, and sometimes there's fart jokes. Welcome back, welcome back to episode 87 of The Gamecasters, the show that's been labeled an aphrodisiac by the Department of Health after Devin Madigan reportedly became afflicted with pregnancy twice since the show has been back. And I have it on good authority that both Jack, short for Jackhammer, and Millie, short for Jackhammer, were indeed oh conceived God. during episodic playbacks. It's a stat collected by our hosting site. It's true. And they're not the only ones. I myself have seen an uptick in my sexual proclivities since the inception of the show. My little Italian sausage, short for Jackhammer, has seen historic <laughs> highs in attempts for copulation going back to 2019, as well as historic highs in laughing rejections for copulation dating back to that same period. We collect very strange statistics. <laughs> All this was just a preamble, of course, to welcome Millie Madigan into the world. Just over nine months ago, Devin was guiding Jeff through the basics Ew. of lovemaking. Graphs, visual aids, YouTube tutorials, that yeah, sort of thing. He had it. only done it once before, yeah, you I see. Yeah. <laughs> and needed a bit of a refresher. It was around his birthday when this all took place. Devin forgot to get him uh, something and figured, shit, I'd better think of something quick. About 12 seconds later, the lesson was over. Jeff was proud. Devin was disappointed. <laughs> and Millie was cooking. Yay. Fast forward to just over a month ago and out popped the little lady. Jeff, this is accurate, right? Isn't this exactly how it went down? exactly how it happened. If, the, if they I'm did it on his birthday, you know. she would have only been in there for like three months. <laughs> She's or, or 12. <laughs> yeah, or 12. That's true. That's true. She's a, I, don't know how, uh, I don't know how that works, but that's he said it. He, he, he confirmed it, so that's, I think that's the way it is. She's a Madigan, which means she's good at everything, which is all I need. One more person added to the earth who's better than me. So heaps of congratulations to Jeff, Devin, Jack, and the newest addition to the Mad Board Gamer family. Natalie happy as she just gets to hold yet another baby yep. as our nephew Peyton was also just born a couple months ago and I'm happy because Natalie's been away holding babies so I've been able to play Elden Ring without getting yelled at so everyone <laughs> mostly me in fact the only ones who haven't benefited from this hiatus are you guys because you've been subject to Ryan's rantings and ramblings by way of the Gamecasters adjacent episodes well fear once more you stupid morons because that segment isn't going anywhere Yes, it's a difficult time to be a Gamecasters listener, but soldier on, this too shall pass. So, what's up with you guys? Jeff, anything new happened to you in the last few weeks or so that you care to share for the first time without the news being spoiled by anyone before you had a chance to speak? Dev we had a baby. Her name's really? Lily. Oh, man. Yeah, that's true. You just I announced wrote, it. I wrote him. this intro three years ago. Wow. You so like you knew actually, her name Millie? was Millie. And the timing. Oh, this man. is great. Was that before Jack was born? Yeah. Yeah. It Jack's not even three. Yeah, right. Well, you missed the first one. You you're wrote right. it and you're like, oh, it's a boy. I'm, it's a boy. I missed yeah, this one. Yeah. So you're just a little just bit off on the off. timing. Hopefully they have another one. Yeah. yeah. I knew it. We did. Yeah. So yep. we're just adjusting to this new normal, right? To two. And I, this is new, also new for me because with Jack, Jack was born in July and I was able to like be home and, right in the summer. you know, the, the overnight feedings cool. and that kind of stuff wasn't as bad because during the day we just took a nap because we had one kid and now I'm back to work. So it's overnight feedings, which Devin's been great about doing like two of those to my one. Right. And, but then getting up and going to work and teaching's hard as shit anyway. Yep. Yeah. So I, I go in and then I'm on like right at seven o'clock, like kids are like, in my face. Oh, yeah. I'm You're like, I just breastfed. And then I, go I don't need this. Jack up. So then it's like, you know, two and a half year old running around. So it's just, it, it's a new tired yep. that I'm trying to get used to. I feel like I'm just running on like a different gear at work. Yeah. Because usually at work, I'm like high energy, high pace. I just have to like, 
I have to space that energy out that I have throughout sure. the whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, now you're asleep and you hit play and there's a TV with your face on it that's like, I'm a little tired yeah. today, kids. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> like three times movie? a week, you're like, yeah, we're going to watch a movie yeah, today. Yeah, what movie can I show? <laughs> well, I know. Uh, but Millie's been amazing, right? It's 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 very cool to have a girl. Um, we had yeah, Jack. Had a boy and, and a girl. So we have a boy and a girl, and now we're done. I got a couple of those. Um, oh, we're done. <laughs> we're done. So you have a couple boys. No more sex. Yeah, no, sex is no over. More. Sorry, done. done. Two times. Well, I mean, uh, we only met her the one time, but she was very calm and sweet. Yes, and... she is. She was a little cutie patootie. Yeah. yeah, she is very calm right now. You know, I know that's just that's kind of what newborns do, right? Yeah. Just sit and, yeah, right. Especially um, when you just you're drugging her, yeah. I assume. So and it's been yeah. nice. Jack has like fallen in love with her. It's been so he cool. Has? Yes, he. Every day he comes home from my mom's, his grandma, and he's like, I want to see Millie. I want Millie to play with me. He gives Millie hugs. So he's been like a great big brother. Like too hard of hugs? Like, yeah. Yeah, Little two-year-old hugs are like squeeze. Yeah, or he'll like, like, he tries to, (laughs) recently he's tried to like, pick her arm up and give her a high five and i'm like jack gotta be really gentle yeah, yeah. right her arm doesn't bend that way man <laughs> so he wants to give her high fives well, yeah he, totally could have went the other way he could have been yes. like jealous and like Pissed mad about yeah. her so yeah. he's been really he's actually nicer to her than he is to like me and Devin sometimes toddler <laughs> two-year-old fits right but he's he's been nothing but like wonderful to her so i'm sure that That's might awesome. change once she starts like moving and getting into his shit but like right now yeah. It's been yeah yeah right. She's a toy. Good. Like look at this toy I have. Yeah, this is awesome. This cute little baby. Yeah, that's yeah. so cool. So yeah, we watching some TV shows. Same show you've been watching. Oh yeah. All right. There's a show. <laughs> I'll turn it over to you. So Je- all right. So like, on a, on a, a couple episodes it. ago, Jeff Jeff told us that he was watching this new show with Adam Scott called yep. Severance, and you might remember. I think you talked about I it. On think the, I think you like too. said the premise of it, right? Yeah. So if you don't remember, first of all, this is on Apple TV, or is it Apple? Yeah. Apple TV. Apple TV. It's on Apple TV, and if you haven't watched it. Don't let it's like strike, okay? Don't listen to what I'm gonna say. Just go watch the damn show. Because this is so free, it's so good. Okay, but real quick, the premise. Adam Scott works for this company called Lumen, and he uh the show's called Severance. Did I say Severance? Severance. (laughs) Okay, the show's called Severance. Adam Scott works for this company called Lumen, and there's this uh department in within this company that's uh considered severed. And what that means is when he goes into work, his consciousness that from his personal life stops. And then his new consciousness from his work life starts. So his like brain is kind of like split in two consciousness wise. So basically he goes into this elevator and when he gets in the elevator, it's like ding dong. And then he like falls asleep and wakes up instantly as work Adam Scott. As work Adam Scott. Yeah. Yeah. And so work Adam Scott, for all he knows, literally is only at work. Mm -hmm. Because when he goes home into the elevator to go home, his consciousness goes away. And then next time it comes back on is when he's at work again. And they know nothing about each other. They know nothing about the work they're doing or the home life. Right. So it's like completely. And the show is, it's really a mystery show. Yes. That's what, it's really like a what, because it's not just like, huh, I wonder what they're doing. That's the whole show is like, what the fuck it's is happening now? It's not yeah. like, I wouldn't call it drama. It's got a, f- a couple funny one-liners here and there. But yeah, it's not but like it's not funny. a comedy it's either. Mystery. It's just yeah. a mystery show. Yeah. And it starts off slow. The first, There's only nine episodes, okay? But the first episode, I would say, if if you don't, don't judge the show by just the first episode. The first episode kind of drags a little bit. And and you're kind of, where we were like, eh, this is okay. It's not bad. Right. I was like, it's okay. The first show was kind of like, this is an interesting concept. Yeah, this is kind of cool. Later, you're like, what and then it starts to happening? get into it. So my my <laughs> mindset when I watched it, I was like, yeah, this is okay. And then like by episode three, I was like, no, I think I think this is kind of good actually. And then by episode five, I was like, yeah, I like this. And then by episode seven, I was like, this might be the best show I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, that when I think when <laughs> I talked about it, you're like, ah. 
Yeah. Oh when my I talked gosh. about it on the show, I think we, I was only two or three into it because it released weekly, so I couldn't yeah. binge. Right. So I think I was only two or three in, and I was like, the show's really intriguing me. I don't know if it's amazing yet. And right. in the last seven weeks or six weeks, it it's, got it's amazing, been amazing. Right. So. It got amazing. There's some, there's some, you know, pretty big actors and actresses in it. I mean, Adam Scott, yep. uh, who was Ben Wyatt from Parks, Parks and Rec, and he was also in Step, Step Brothers, and he's been in other stuff. And John Turturro mm-hmm. is one of the main characters and what's the and christopher walken and who else what's the lady that plays uh, yeah patricia arquette okay that was my christopher walken impression and patricia arquette is in it It, it, it's really it's awesome watch it it's only nine freaking episodes you can spare nine episodes of your life on give it a chance it's It's really good um before you i know you have something you want to do uh i I really want to get to this one thing we don't normally do news on the show here but there's something i felt like i couldn't not talk about okay I've gone on many a rant over the years about the game The Castles of Burgundy and how oh. it's the best oh. ugly so game that's, that's ever been. <laughs> oh, yeah. And if someone out there could just fucking make a super sweet-ass special edition, I would give them all of my vast riches, future children, Jeff, to get a copy. It's true. You can have my Jeff. Yep. <laughs> well, the folks at Awaken Realms and Ravensburger, yeah, you're hearing that right, Awaken yeah. Realms and Ravensburger together? What they called combo. me personally, and they said, listen, I know you wanted Evil Griffin to do this, but are you okay if we take a stab? And then I proceeded to run around the house like Kevin McAllister when he realized his family was gone, and oh my God, am I so excited for this damn game. Yes, the Castles of Burgundy is finally getting an elaborate, amazing kind of Redo, super edition. Upgrade, makeover. With Awakened Realms. Okay, listen to this. Awakened Realms, creators of This War Is Mine. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, This War Of Mine. Tainted Grail, Nemesis, Etherfields, Lords of Hellas, and the Great Wall, and yeah. now the Castles of Burgundy. <laughs> Castles of Burgundy. So is the game going to be the same? It's just like brand new, like revamp? Okay, so we don't really know anything yet. So they released, so it's coming to GameFound. GameFound yeah. is the new uh, crowdfunding thing. Kickstarter that's competitor. Kickstarter, yeah, yeah like, sort of competing with Kickstarter. Uh, they used to be, it used to be like a uh, fulfillment center, I think, for like Kickstarter games. Like yes. You'd, go, you'd yeah. use GameFound. And they, and they would split off it was, or something. Or did yeah, so thing. now they're creating a crowdsourcing thing. They've done a couple things on, on crowdfunding. Anyway, yeah. so this is coming to GameFound sometime soon. I they don't know. They didn't I click notify, yet. so I'll know. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> so the, all we know is there's just like a, like a couple pictures that show the box yeah. and then a little write up that's like you love Castle of Burgundy well the yeah. folks that awaken realms and so <clears throat> to Natalie's point it seemed like an April Fools kind of joke cuz it came out on April 1st I feel like or April 2nd it, it was, was like somewhere close, close to the right? beginning Maybe of the it was, month. It was somewhere yeah. close to the beginning seemed, of the month yeah i don't know if it was quite April Fool's, but yeah it definitely seemed like that because awaken realms doing yeah. this kind of like a you know medium weight strategy like euro game right um, anyway, I'm so fucking excited. It'll probably have miniatures somehow, and I'll pay as much money as I possibly can to get my hands yeah. on this. Maybe there'll be like a a cardboard castle that you build, like the Great Wall. No, I think there's like there's a, like a there's like mini a miniature castle, castle. Oh, really? plastic. But I don't know what that is. If that's just like first player, it'd be marker, or it'd be or cool if, if the castle tiles were those I things, and then that's you just what they're gonna so have. then you put those on there, and they like, like stick out One of the, the board. discussion so forums has that as like oh the mini castles, which you don't have to use those things, right? But it could be yeah, just. Brings that it's gameplay up. Yeah, I'm gonna pay whatever. They, yeah, they I don't They already redid the art, and it was still just like not that much better, right? Yeah, the yeah. the newer version I think still sucks. And so like, yeah. part of me is like, they're gonna get all this money from like some people buying 
the original, then the newer version, and now this even you don't have to talk about me like that. (laughs) (laughs) The only so the reason I bought the the second one, which is now like the the anniversary edition, is that it had that expansion all the expansions. So it had not all of them. It didn't have every single board, but it had more boards and it had some of those expansions, which is great. So I'm hoping that this upgraded one has those expansions too, because that's necessary for what I play now. Like I want new boards, so I'm hoping that it's not base. Uh, base castles of Burgundy just upgraded. It yeah. has to have these. It's got to have stuff in for it. me. So you, I'm buying another one. Agreed. <laughs> and you can go to GameFound right now and comment to them, telling them what you want to see in the upgraded box. They're asking us, oh, so it's like, not, like, what do you want deal? out of this yeah. campaign? What kind of stuff do you guys want to see? You know, and and this is why I'm glad they're doing it this way because all the people who play the game are the ones that have the ideas for what they want to see in it. Yeah, because that's so, all we do is play games. So you can go to GameFound right now. And you can on the Castles of Burgundy page because it's not live. You can't back anything yet because there's nothing yet. So it's a Kickstarter. No, it, it's a it's it, the equivalent of it's it. It's equivalent of a Kickstarter. Oh, okay. I'm not on Kickstarter. Gotcha. It's on a a, web, a different website called GameFound, but it's okay. the same. But the same like works the same. You pledge and okay. you get the reward. I didn't know yeah. really. What yep. GameFound yep. Was. This damn thing better be come proof because I plan on dumping <laughs> my load every time. It hits. Maybe you should put it on GameFound. <laughs> yeah. Can you make the box cover come proof? Can you make it come proof. <laughs> yeah. I, it was flagged as inappropriate. It's instantly removed. I did comment there, but I, all of a sudden you're going to see a partnership with that BG Shield. Yeah. The company. BG Shield. <laughs> company. <laughs> come, proof. come on, your games. Yeah. Just like oh a little stamp gosh. on the bottom. Yeah. This game is come proof. I think we have our million dollar idea here. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't added the cum filter yet. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So you got anything else, guys? Okay, I have Um, something. Natalie, what do you have? Oh, I was just going to mention a couple things. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Don't sound so excited. (laughs) I guess I'll mention it. I was just going to mention it. One, I went to Nevada. I went to Vegas to visit one of my best friends. Oh, yeah. Um, For a few days last weekend, and it was so fun. I want to go to Vegas. (sighs) Oh. We, yeah, she got us time. free tickets to Cirque du Soleil. Which one? Ka. Oh, I saw Ka. You I did? saw. Okay, so this is random. That's cut, you off, four lords of cut Ka. you off. Um, I saw Ka, and then the next. So I saw like a seven o'clock in show. Vegas? There's always two a night. Yeah, in yeah, Vegas. yeah. We saw the seven. So o'clock show. there's like a seven o'clock show, and then there's a nine o'clock show. Yeah. There's two every night. The nine o'clock show, someone died. <gasps> we were just we when we were there, oh we were reading gosh. about that. I was at the show right before that. Oh, so yeah, I was. Somebody like fell. Someone fell and died. Oh and they like gosh. shut the show down. So now that trick or that act or something got changed and they use a little more like harnesses or whatever. But someone fell off one of the swinging things and Damn. fell on and just died. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh, what if we were at that show? Oh, that was, no. So that was crazy. But yeah, that so you crazy. read that and no one died at your show. Ooh, so it's good. Yeah, That's no one died horrid. at our show. It was very cool. Like they built that theater, so cool. like incorporated inside the theater is just like stuff for the show and then the stage was insane yeah you know it just would like this it was like a floating stage yeah explain this a little bit because i i I, it's hard for me to understand when you yeah it's very it was it's not normal so like normally there would just be like a flat stage like in an auditorium but instead imagine there's the stage i don't know what's below there but it's just like a hole that you can't see and then there's this like floating stage that's like a big rectangular stage that fits and so within people can like the... jump off of the stage and they go down below where you can't see i don't know what's down there jump off of the floating part yeah yep. the floating part is like a, it's like a boat or something right what is it like it's like a raft or something isn't that kind of the it's, theme it changes. of it but it yeah. like moves right like kind of like yeah it'll even like like a gyroscope yeah like it moves it'll, around it'll like three dimensionally and then it'll like go like up so it's slanted so now it's so like a vertical stage and they're like dangling off it like i it's said cool. at one point there was like a bunch of sand and on below it. is just spikes 
Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no wonder someone died. Yeah, right. Below is, there was a point where there was Think sand on this. it, and it like lifted up, and all the sand just like fell off the stage underneath, and we're like, where is this going? Yeah. Right. It was very cool. The way they do that, there's um, there's one called O that we saw, which is like mm-hmm. underwater. So yeah. the stage is like set up higher, and then you can see they like jump. Everything jumps into water, so the stage yeah. is water. Damn. So they like do these huge productions because they rent that they rent the casino or the theater for years. Right. So, because I, yeah, I saw I think a car. this Ka- one came out, I reread in like 2013 or Yeah, I probably went like five years Is there ago. somebody in a know. tower somewhere that they're constantly giving LSD to, to be like, yes. come up with a new Cirque du yep. Soleil thing? And the guy's like, it's I like, got it. Yeah. Is that, is that knocked really up cool where they go? Stuff. Is it knocked up where they go where um, Seth Rogen yes, and, and um, to Cirque du Soleil. Paul, Paul Rudd go to Cirque du Soleil like high on and mushrooms <laughs> and they're like, I can't take this anymore. And then like yeah. leave. Yeah, I feel like yes. that's what yeah, the person who creates these things has to be constantly on some yeah. sort of yeah. hallucinogens to be like, some what story. if the stage is not yeah. the stage and it just spins around yeah. and the bottom spikes? There's always some story, but it's never like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, we saw this one on ice. We saw one on ice that came here. The one I saw was way better. The, the, ice one? Yeah, the ice one was kind of way weak. better. Everything in Vegas yeah. is way better. Yeah. But anyway, so the funny part the about this <laughs> yes. was it was at the MGM Grand and we went to dinner there before the show and we're like parking and it was like insane. And we're like, man, there must be like some event going on. We're like, that's weird. It's like a Sunday. And there's all these people in super fancy dresses and stuff. And we walk in, turns out the Grammys are happening like right then. <laughs> oh, that's in cool. the MGM Grand, like where we're seeing the yeah. show. And but you so, didn't like, get to peep any uh, We didn't any see any celebrities because like celebs. we weren't in that area of the, like we were in the normal casino part or like the lobby. But there was a lot of people who were like attending the show that weren't celebrities that were just dressed in insane dresses like you would see on the red carpet. And so we were just like people watching like, whoa, look at that person. Look what they're wearing. That's cool. And I was kind of hoping like maybe we'll see somebody. But yeah. I didn't recognize anybody. Um, but that was really cool. We went on some hikes um, out there like Lake Mead National Park and and stuff. And it was really pretty and cool. And then the other thing I wanted to say was Ryan and I a couple days ago went and saw Hamilton Ooh, yeah. live for the first time and it was Holy amazing crap. it was so good I mean, we yeah, already... drove to new york went to broadway yeah right? yeah, yeah right on broadway we, yep we already you know watched it on like disney plus and we like like all the music and so when we went there it was just like the entire show was like constant goosebumps for me i was just like oh my god yeah, and you I guys was just... love it how many times yeah. have you seen it on disney oh, plus god, so many a times million? yeah yeah because so the kids times. were so into it and i listened to it on spotify a lot um but man we were just like that's the first like play i've ever seen where i was just like i couldn't look away it was just like oh this is just so right the bulges good. of the guys on stage yeah, we were, right, we were like, right can close. you see that guy i was like penis. i think you can see that guy's penis yeah, <laughs> yeah. he did because they like they're wearing just like white and it's like really form-fitting yeah. and then he and he puts his like uh leg on the table and i'm like You're like that's his penis. i'm like no that's his penis right he's like oh i think so <laughs> hamilton's penis yeah <laughs> it was the marquis de lafayette it was his it was penis lafayette. i was like wow Damn. Wee wee. I would highly recommend. It's very expensive, but oh, it's worth oh, it. It was it was expensive. It was so but, good. Man, it was cool. so live good. Live is it. so much better. That very music good stuff. is great. Yep. Awesome. That's All right, Jeff, what you got, man? Thing. All right, I got a funny story. Okay. Okay, so there's this this form in Reddit that people post things that talk about like something that they knew growing up was normal that wasn't normal like yeah. in in the real world. Yeah. Okay. So one, they knew. Like okay. an example. <laughs> uh, the Floby. Yeah. Like people be, like, like being your front, like, right? Like why doesn't <laughs> yeah, every family front. call it your front? Yeah. Right. Or there's one on okay, here so that talks about normal, like shower socks that like their family always showered in socks. What? 
and they thought this was a normal thing. And then went Excuse to college, me? they were like, what the fuck are you doing? Right? Like, so, why is no one wearing socks? Yeah. So I think it's, I think th- that kind of stuff's really funny. And Wait, this one. In college, they're like all showering together. Wait a minute. What are you doing down, in here with socks like, on, man? He like, I think the person asked them, like, where do you hang up your shower socks? And he's like, what the fuck are shower socks? So. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that sounds like the epitome of refinement. I'm gonna start wearing shower socks. Why would yeah, you, you should. do that? <laughs> you know how I gross know. and soggy that would feel. But apparently, yeah. socks I think, is the worst. So I think feeling? what it ended up being, I forget the exact story, but they would shower wear socks socks. with the grippers on the bottom, so they would. Yes, fall. they wouldn't fall. Oh, maybe it's like a date. Like the parents were like afraid of shower something. socks. So this one is. It was different. supposed to be shower sex, but they spelled it wrong. So this oh one's God. different. This one's perfect for our show. It starts out says, <laughs> "My family poops big." <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Maybe it's genetic, maybe it's our diet, but everyone births gigantic logs of crap. <laughs> if anyone has laid a mega poop, you know that sometimes it won't flush. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, how do you know? I don't mean to stop you, but yeah, I'm you like, I don't know it? the size or consistency of, any, of anyone's poop in my entire well, here's, family. Right. Well, here's, here's, <laughs> why. here's what's going to happen. Okay, so okay. He's going to figure it out. Okay. <laughs> um, Anybody who's ever made a uh, mega poop, you know it won't flush. It lays across the hole in the bottom of the bowl, and the vortex of draining water merely gives it a spin as it mocks you. Growing up, this was a this was common enough occurrence in our family that we had a poop knife. <laughs> oh, no! oh my god! No, no, no! You it, cut it in half in the it was a. It was an old rusty kitchen knife that oh. hung that hung on a nail in the laundry room, rusty, only to poopy. be used for that purpose. Oh. It was normal to walk through the hallway and have someone call out, hey, can you get me the poop knife? Oh, oh my, my God. I thought it was a standard kit. You have your plunger, your toilet brush, and your poop knife. <laughs> <laughs> Fast forward to 22. Oh, yeah. Like 22 years old. Yeah. Oh, my God. It has been a day or two between my poops, and I'm over my friend's house. My friend was the local dealer, like drug dealer, and always okay. had guests over, and because you can't buy weed without sitting around in your ass sampling it for an hour, I excuse myself to lay a gigantic turd. <laughs> How many cricks is it? <laughs> I look down and see it's, side- it's a sideways one. Oh, my gosh. So oh I crack God. open the door and call out to my friend. I can't stand He it. arrives, and I ask him for his poop knife. <laughs> My what? 22 years and you've never realized no one else has a poop knife. My poop knife. He goes, my what? Your poop knife, I say. I need to use it, please. <laughs> so he, oh he responds with, what the fuck is a poop knife? <laughs> I can't stand that. Obviously, he has one. Maybe he oh calls it something more delicate, like a fecal cleaver or a dung divider. <laughs> I explain what it is and that I want it. Fecal cleaver. <laughs> Leave it to cleaver. Yeah. You know the Leave thing you cut cleaver. your poops with? <laughs> dung divider. This is so great. I explain why I want it and he starts giggling. I gotta then laughing. Then lots of people start laughing. It turns out the music stopped and everyone heard my pleas through the door. It also turns out that none of them had poop knives. It was oh. just my fucked up family with their <coughs> fucked up bowels. Oh, oh my God. God. So he then go home and tells his wife last night. I, he said, I told my wife last night, who was amused and horrified at the same time. It turns out that she did not know that she had been, he had been using a poop knife. And she didn't know what the poop, ni- poop knife <laughs> so was. they lived together? <gasps> oh, no, she did she use it to eat food? <laughs> oh, no. We need a steak and knife. He had been using the old rusty knife hanging in the utility closet as a basic utility knife. He's been using it as a poop knife. Thankfully, she didn't cook with it, <gasps> but she used it to open Amazon boxes when it showed up at her house. She's, and then it says, update, she'll be getting her own utility knife now. 
<laughs> I, I thought it would update. She divorced me. Yeah. <laughs> update. We're no longer together. Well, I mean, I guess you if, don't. I mean, especially when you like first move in with people, you don't really talk about like your bathroom habits. So wait like, and if you assume that it was all right, listen, normal. You and me, we just got married. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's been almost two years now, but I'm just saying, like, pretend we had just we had just gotten married. So it's May of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So all right. You remember. Thank you. <laughs> June of 2020. June of 2020. Okay. Comes around. And I'm like, hey, Natalie, where's the knife that's hanging up right there? I, I just went to the bathroom. I need yeah. it. And you're like, what? Why do you need the knife? And I'm like, well, you know. I mean, you want to make me say the, it? It's the, yeah. It's the, you I, know. I, I, I laid a big one in there. I got to cut it's it in a, half. It's a poop knife. What would you do if you then I... found out that I, my entire life, have been using a knife? That is hung up by our coats <laughs> to slice my shit in half. So to flush down the toilet. <laughs> what do you do? I think it would be like my reaction to you eating the dog treat story times a hundred. <laughs> so you okay? So you wouldn't leave me immediately because if I got to tell you, if you told me that you had like some sort of shit chainsaw, <laughs> you I, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't. I don't think. Oh my God. I don't think I wouldn't. I like. <laughs> well, we'll be right back. Ryan and Natalie are gonna have a real fight. <laughs> and we're back uh, now. Natalie thinks, uh, and, I, and I agree with her that I would, of course, stay together and, with her yes. for the rest of my entire life. Yep. And, oh. God. By my own chainsaw. So that's the poop knife story. Oh my gosh. That, that is, is crazy that... Yeah. Oh. I never want... I didn't want that to end. The that was the greatest cool. thing I've ever I heard mean, in my entire I life. I guess it's... At least they have like a way She's to not deal with, with it. Plumbing. Right. A dung divider. Dung divider. <laughs> a fecal I can't cleaver. believe like the wife didn't know. <laughs> I know. Oh. He just didn't know that that was a thing. His parents didn't go, listen, I know we shit big. This isn't at people's houses. Yeah, now. you listen. You can't say, yeah. How did that never come up He's his entire life? He's like, 22. hey, I need your poop I need the, knife. I need the poop knife. What yes. are you talking? What is a poop knife? <laughs> just no, a knife. I agree with that. Like, I feel like if we have kids and we do... Like we have to do. We do the two. If we do something that we know is really weird and no one else does, I feel like we have like an obligation to tell them. them, Like just so you know, like not everybody does. Yeah, but people are fucking weird. I know. Yeah, I don't know if you guys do. You have anything in your life that was like that? Like a poop knife. (laughs) I I feel like a lot of times for families, it's food, Mm. right? Yeah, it's usually food is like cultural or something like that. Like, oh, not everybody eats this all the time. There was the story that I always heard about this food thing, which is this is so tame in comparison. Is there was this this family? (laughs) Everything's tame. And so at Thanksgiving, they would cut the sides, like they would cut the turkey into like a square, like the actual turkey. They cut the sides off of it, like on all four sides. And so one year. The daughter <laughs> was like making it, like the mom passed the recipe on, and she's like, "Mom, why do we cut the sides off the turkey?" And she was like, "Oh, that's tradition." And she was like, "Yeah, but why though?" And she's like, "You know what? I don't know. Let's ask your grandma, who's the one that did it." And so the grandma was like, "You're still cutting the sides off the turkey?" And she's like, "I only did that because it was too big to fit in the pan." <laughs> oh and so I just, cut the, just, I would just cut it? the yeah. sides off. Yeah, they're like still doing that's it for funny. like ever. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, nothing like that. I just cut the sides off my poop. Let's see. <laughs> Can you imagine? No. Imagine sticking your hand with a knife into the toilet and you're often just like enough that you have a dedicated I hope knife. You like cleaned it every time. It's rusty. It's just rusty. It's just then for what? Poop. You like rinse it off in the sink? Yeah, but it's got to yeah, be clean probably. enough. If she's using for... it to open Amazon packages, she's not sniffing it unless she's, not she's like seeing the poop. Yeah. Right? yeah, it's not poop on it. But well, the poop's hard enough. It's not going to come off. Just, on the knife. Also, just why didn't like... you keep it in the bathroom? Oh, there was an update. Dangerous. He said the reason my family didn't keep it in the bathroom is because we had three bathrooms. 
and only one knife? The, this laundry room was the central location. Why can't you buy there? three different knives? Um, he it's also addressed that. Let me see what he said for that. <laughs> oh my god! Um, like put it under the sink. Do we something? have a poop knife thing? Oh, he said. Uh, he's like a lot of questions about asking why I don't have three. He says, "Well, it's probably because my dad because he was super cheap." <laughs> well, like that would make so- sense. They just they didn't. have one poop knife. Do you and it wasn't p- like every poop. I don't think. I think it was just the big ones. You had to go get the poop knife. <laughs> Got to get them. Hey, I need your poop knife, man. Hey, dude. Yeah. I'm sorry about this. Can no, I get like, your poop knife? Like I need the thing to cut up my poop. Asked Hello. I get out of my Excuse house. Me? Sorry, you gotta go. <laughs> so that's the poop knife story. That's what I got. I think <sighs> I'll just be on the floor laughing. I really wish I had a story like this now. I, oh, like, I, I want to think about it. Maybe a listener out there has something that's like... Yeah, do you have a poop knife story? Tell yeah, us about your poop knife story. I'm trying to think of like I've ever like said something to a friend and they were just like, what? what like, that's saying? not a thing. <laughs> well, great. not so long ago, in a galaxy not so far away, Jeff and I made the decision to nab an adorable looking polyamino game all about llamas called Llama Land. We did. The name is cute. The components are adorable. The artwork is lovable. The theme is awe-inducing. It's just a bundle of charming delight. If only the gameplay was more fun. Darn! They wasted all the fun and whimsy on the looks. Rats. Drat. Oh, man. Shoot. Next game. Poop knife. <laughs> Poop knife. <laughs> what did you think, Natalie? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> well, I'm not just kidding, but I am going to talk a bit more to substantiate these thoughts <laughs> that sound like jokes, but really kind of aren't. Okay. In Llama Land, a game that's basically number nine meets Miyabi, players are taking polyomino tiles with iconography on them and placing them into their tableau until either four polyomino tiles are left or only one of the three columns of llama cards are left. On your turn, you're taking a polyomino tile from the central display and placing it into your tableau to either expand or build up your llama land. If you take a tile and expand, meaning that you're laying it on the table <clears throat> adjacent to another of your already placed tiles, then you get to place one of your game markers on an end game scoring card. Or you can move a marker already on one to another one. If you use a tile to instead build your llama land upward, you are placing it like number nine or Miyabi where the shape you're placing must have no gaps underneath. Also, like number nine, you can't place a shape directly on top of the same shape. Mm-hmm. If you place your tile this way, you gain all the resources of everything that tile you just placed covers up. The resources are corn, potatoes, cocoa, money, or special ability cards. I pronounce those <laughs> weird. After this, <clears throat> after this, you are uh, able to then spend four of the same food resource, so those corn, potato, cocoa, uh, <laughs> to take <laughs> the highest value Say llama corn, card. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> potatoes, cocoa, All right, let's try it again. Corn. Uh, the same resource, so corn, potato, cocoa, to take the highest value llama card with resources matching what you turned in. So if you spend four corn, <laughs> you take the highest value corn llama card. That's a K O R N. Yeah, can. or it's like corn with an yeah. A. Uh, you take the highest card in that column, which also has the most victory points. Okay, then afterwards, you must take a llama meeple and place it on a grass space on your llama land. Um, this will help for endgame victory points, but also llamas block where you can play new tiles. So it's sort of like getting those point scoring cards in Dominion. They help you win, but they also clog up your deck. Mm-hmm. That's what the llamas do. They also right. oh, the llamas look, they look cooler. Cute. They look yeah. really it's like you want so them, but you don't. Yeah, you want them, but you don't want yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> The special ability cards are usually some way to spend resources as if they were other resources. So much of the game is trying to get four of the same resource so you can get those valuable llama cards. And the special ability cards are like. Use a potato as a corn, or use a corn as a potato, and stuff like that. When you use a card, you mostly just tap it, and then you can use it again the following round. Though some cards are passive, such as whenever you collect money, collect an additional money. So, things I liked. As I said, the game is very cute. Uh, It's really fun to handle the huge, chunky tiles, because the tiles are fucking enormous. Mm -hmm. They're like, what do you compare these to? Thick. (laughs) Are they thick, or are they like big, or both? Both. Both. Yeah. Like you need a poop knife. <laughs> you, need, you need a poop knife. If you, if you want to get these back in the box, you got to have a poop knife. Okay, what right. would I compare it to? Are they bigger than like the Polyamino Ube games? Like 
Yes. They're larger yeah. than those? Okay. Yes. Yes. They're almost like playing blocks that you play with. Okay. <laughs> playing blocks. <laughs> um, anyway, but the, the table presence is amazing. And that is what convinced me to buy this game in the first place. All the pictures of it just looked like something I needed to try. Oh, and there's also polyamino tiles and special ability cards, which all sounded right up my alley. But that's where the things I like kind of end. So here's the things I didn't like. In practice, I don't know that this game really lives up to the way it looks. There's nothing wrong with it. It works. It's pleasant enough. The mechanisms are fine and the game is okay. But there are so many damn games lately that are like that. Oh, it's just okay. It, it works, but it's just okay. And here's a few here's a few issues I had with it. So number one, the polyamino tiles are mostly all the same. And at least in a two-player game, they don't really run out. There was never a moment where I was like, fuck, I needed that tile and now it's gone. Because if Natalie takes like the plus-shaped polyamino tile, there's just another one directly underneath it for oh, me to so take. so there's no like scaling? Like, will it, does it, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, you only start with three of each tile or something. That no, yeah, you just that. use them all. But okay. just use well, them all. also, like, so if it was, like, the cross-shape one. Um, it'll have different icons They'll have on different it. icons on it. So they're not exact. They're okay, the same sure, shape, but, but, you know, but a lot of times. That didn't matter. That didn't matter. You didn't really care about yeah. that as much. Like, it wasn't, there wasn't a moment where, it was, it was more often it was like, I need this exact shape to build. Okay. Right. Then it, you instead of like, icon, well, I really need those icons. They, they shape make, was more because you kind of get everything ancillarily in these. Well, I'll explain this in yeah. a second. Um, there's always something you can do. Basically, it's there. There, there hasn't in a two. This is okay. Now, this is just a two-player game, and I do think that a lot of this stuff would change a little bit in a higher count yeah. game. Right. Right. Um, but there was no tension at all in a two in the two-player game. Okay. So number two, uh, the special ability cards make the game too easy. By the end of the game, Natalie and I had 10 of them each, I will say. It wasn't difficult to get them, as they're just another resource you can get while you're covering up stuff. And they make the resource converting so easy that, again, the tension is just all but gone. It's not difficult to do anything you want. If those cards just weren't in the game, it would be much more difficult and maybe more tense and engaging. Because of these cards, though, the game fell into that thing I hate in games, where by the end of the game, I had easily done everything I needed to do. And the last couple of turns were just boring. And I was more like, okay, what do I what do I do now? I, I completed every goal. I took every llama card I could, and I have nothing to do. So I don't know, I'll expand again, I guess. You know what I mean? It's like that happened all the time. And it's because of those special ability cards that let you turn a corn as if it was a potato. You know? And so it's like, okay, you just get a couple of those, and now you don't ever have to get potato you can just use your corn that you're getting and sure. it you know and and you it's so easy to get these things and it's they're not one-time uses you use them once around and then they retap and then you, you have like a host of them mm -hmm. at your at your beck and call mm -hmm. number three there's really no reason not to play your end of game goal tokens the first three times you take an expansion action as you want to get out the highest point value spaces and then form your strategy to that if you wait too long to place them, you'll simply miss out on victory points that the other players are just going to snatch from you. You can always move them as the game just goes on anyway. So I, it's weird that you wouldn't just immediately place them when you take an expansion action. It's a weird mechanism that I feel like Phil Walker Harding, who designed this, didn't maybe really know what to do with. And so he was like, I don't know. How about you put your that thing out when you take an expansion action? I, I understand maybe what he was thinking. He was thinking like, as you're playing, you'll see where you want to put your tokens, and so you don't want to commit it too early. But you can always just move if you it. Move it, then what does it matter? So what does it matter? It yeah. So just put them out right and away, so you get yeah. the highest values possible. And then if you don't, if that's not working out, then change it later. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. It was really weird, and I didn't like that. So overall, the game was not a bad game at all. It just wasn't anything I think I'd ever really want or need to revisit, especially with two. I can see the game being more difficult with more. 
Uh, the tiles will go much faster, and there'll be a bit more competition for the gold cards and the llama cards. But personally, there's not enough game there for me that makes me want to even try it again with four. Mm. After we played it immediately, I was like, yeah, if, this was play- if we played this with four, I can think it would be better. But that's it, not good enough, personally, that yeah, I, I'm going to want to. You did text me that because I asked you, I guess, what you were thinking, and you were like, I'd like to play it again with more. But It needs, with two, don't play it with two, I think. If you want, okay, now <clears throat> let me take that with a grain of salt. If you're looking for something for families, maybe, or that's like super, super, super light, and you don't care about tension and right. engaging decisions, then it's good. It's beautiful. Really it's adorable. Of... It's cute. Yeah. And you're just if you're just playing relaxingly, maybe you could you would enjoy this. Yes. I was looking for something with a little bit more to it that I cared about, right. <clears throat> and this didn't give that to me at well, all. You have to realize, like when we play games personally. We're always trying, we're always comparing it to other games because we have so many games and we have limited space. And so we're always <coughs> thinking like, is this a game that I'm going to keep wanting to play over and over yeah. again right. versus this other game that we well, Especially in have. that weight class. Like, okay, just play, yeah. we will just play Sagrada so just, or number having, nine. I mean, that just, I just want people to know like, that's how, right. this is that's just what us. makes us decide, okay, this isn't worth it. We want to get rid of it kind of thing. Where if you don't have a big collection or or you don't care about the things like that, then you might enjoy this game and you might think it's like really yeah, this fun. This could be because your Sagrada or number nine. Right? Could be. Right. It wasn't a bad game. I don't game. play those games, right? Yeah. You don't play those or this I think is I personally think it's a lot worse. I personally, personally, especially at two, I didn't yeah. find it. There wasn't anything that I was like, "Wow, this is fun!" Like Sagrada, you're like, "Oh man, the yeah. like that game." You, if for me, it evokes feelings of like, "This is I love this decision of where do I put right. this die?" The Holy cow! There's are, no tension. Yeah, well, I in agree. Llama Land at I, all. I mean, it was like it was a it was an okay game. Um, my, I guess I agree with you. I wouldn't say it was like exciting and fun just playing it. You know that games like Sagrada are. Just the act of like, ooh, where should I put this? Which one should I take? You know, it wasn't. Yeah, I wanted that. I wanted yeah, like, oh, Natalie's taking that tile. Crap, yeah. now I got to figure something so else like, out. My, okay, so my favorite part of the game. So there was those end game. Cards. Cards. Yeah. Um, My favorite part of the game was basically trying to figure satisfy out how those. to satisfy those. Yeah, there and, were, and there was still, were basically like one one of the end game goal cards was like have llamas on four different height levels in your llama land. Yeah. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Stuff like that. So yeah. that to me, I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to try to figure out how to like make this work. That was the most fun part. That wasn't even that fun. Yeah. That was just <laughs> the most fun part of this game. Um, <laughs> the second most fun part was just how Looking cute, at it. <laughs> you know, building the levels and then yeah. we would we would make our llamas like look in different directions. That like, was off great. In the distance, yeah, and they were like super cute. I like taking pictures. I'm like, this looks so cool. Yeah. That was sweet. But my least favorite part of the game. The game. In a two player <laughs> game in which I agree... I think it might not be such an issue when there's more people, but you know, we didn't realize until like the end. So the, there's like an, there's no way to get like the top of the, the most points for like the end game cards um, to be even, I guess. So like basically like you put yours all right. out before I did. And right. so, so like, I got the so basically every card yeah. has in a two player game every card has two spots on it. <clears throat> one's more worth more points, one's worth less points. You can both go to the card, but if I get there first and, and I and I have a I get the big points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in a two player game, you eat there's seven there was, cards. Oh, there were seven. No, there's five. Yeah. Sorry, okay, five. So one less than. We each had three of these markers to put out. 
And so you put them out on an right. expansion. So axis. all three of his were on the top. Because I just cards, did them right away. Just and boom, only boom. two of mine were on the top, and then one of mine was on the second. And then the so okay, that's fine. But then we easily yeah. fulfilled all the cards. It Both wasn't like yeah. oh well, he might not get that, so then I'll get it and he won't get any. No, we yeah. easily got all of them if because there was of more the people, power though, cards. People are taking um, tiles. People are taking llama cards. People are. Or taking up stuff more where it might be harder to fulfill those cards. And so maybe you, even if you're not getting the, in the top spot, maybe that top person didn't get it. And the right. other people trying to get, get the points. same thing yeah. as you we'll are taking now. away things and they'll get points. You For know what sure. I mean? But in a two-player game, it was so easy to fulfill them. And knowing that every single time, whoever goes first is just going to take the top ones before the other person. And then they'll just automatically yeah, get Because why points. wouldn't you? In that's that that's way. one of my complaints. I don't I know mean, why you wouldn't just do that. the only way to get points. You also get like the llama cards too. But still, that was kind of like <clears> a, <throat> oh, like I don't really. Like that's it's weird. There's nothing to, to do to like. Nothing to, to do. And like the Phil Walker Harding is like a name that I I know. And if you are like, if you're big into games and you know some designers, it's probably a name that you know. Yep. And I like. Yeah, he did Baron Park. I like Park seeing games like his, but I don't know if I've ever like really liked one i'm just like in love with games he are you he on his page with, right, right now Can you i'm looking some? up right yeah so i'm gonna give you a few that he's that he's done that are that are the popular like baron park's probably his his biggest yeah. game he did sushi so, go party but i feel like if you do gold? that he did um silver and gold he did gizmos okay. which is a big one right emotep is probably yeah, my good. favorite of the group mm-hmm. emotep has what this game is seems like it's lacking right is that tension okay. yeah like, emotep definitely emotep, remember, has tension. you can just send a boat yep and be like shit i wanted to now i blocked can, it yeah, yeah now can i can't go there boat. or you can be like now i'm gonna be on that boat yeah. that you're about to send that tension in emotep 100%. is phenomenal yep agreed. um silver and gold i like silver and gold. uh yeah, yeah emotep the duel which has the same kind of thing you're right though dude i don't know that i love Lama Land any of them. is another one there's he did bummer camp or summer camp uh, <laughs> super mega yucky box <laughs> uh, right cloud right. city i like i like cloud city but that's again that's in this like light realm of who cares what was you're that playing the one where we were making cloud you're making patterns out of clouds um no that was um something else that was a good one too that was cloud control cloud control this was i don't think you've played this yeah, this is just you're taking you're trying to build bridges across tiles okay but he's obviously a very tile oriented <laughs> yeah lots um, of tiling designer games. but he seems like he's very either light family or he touches a medium with emotep yeah. being that medium yeah emotep but... was was really good i yes. thought gizmos was pretty gizmos good, is good. I, like I like that engine gold. silver and gold is really good like i like super mega yucky box old... natalie and i know doesn't but yeah this one i <laughs> feel I guess, like mm, it but just it, i guess it does fit in do with those those other games it does you know when you named those games i'm like yeah those. this kind of fits yeah. in right in with those yeah i think it's a little bit less i think it's more appealing yeah, visually I mean, I than it is and maybe yeah. people who love baron park it seems like it's, it could be yeah. on the same level as baron yeah park. i remember you i played baron park play it's baron good park. and yeah and right play i mean park. like we always say like the theme in that stuff it it sometimes can boost a good game but if it's not a good game then we just don't really care, yeah, don't care. but some people out there that might be a huge thing for them so yeah, if they're like oh my gosh i love llamas yeah. this is so cute i don't really care that the game isn't like the best then I'm pretty like sure Janelle likes it. Mm-hmm. Janelle, emotional cyborg. And she might play with her kids uh, Instagram. Too, like yeah, she's like, I yeah. think that was really cute. I think it's I th- definitely a good. Yeah, it's cute. It's game. fun. It, it's 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 cute. It's not bad. Nothing in the game really is like this is this doesn't work. It's broken. Agreed. It's just I don't really. I'll probably try to play with my students. I'll let you know if they yeah. if we play if yeah. I play it for. I bet they'll like it. it. Again, the, just it's hard not to have fun 
touching the tiles mm-hmm. and, and building yeah. the thing building upward just, and putting yeah, the llamas out. That fun. part is fun. I just wanted a little more. So that's um, Llama Land by who makes llama? Is that um, Lookout? Look is it game. Lookout? Okay, by Phil Walker Harding. What you got, Jeff? You got anything? I got maybe a polyomino game that you would enjoy. Ooh. So we'll just keep on this polyomino. Good, because I hate polyomino games. Yeah, you hate them. <laughs> Give me one so, I like. This game is new. People will be getting it very, very soon if you haven't already gotten it. Pre-orders are like they're they're yeah, available and you can get it. I know. Um, through board and dice, this game is called Founders of Teotihuacan. Ooh, yeah. Or Founders of Teotihuacan. Teotihuacan. Again, we call it Teotihuacan because that's what I think it is. Yeah, I think so too. Founders of Teotihuacan. This is another board and dice game. It you know it's it's a tea game adjacent. It has the name. It's yeah, all the name. Right. The name is in there. It's board and dice. Yeah, I it's don't, like a maybe it was offshoot. for attention. Maybe it was for you know, I don't it had to be just to try to is it a sales? Is it a marketing Gotta technique be. to throw yeah. Teotihuacan in there? Be. Throw um, but it's not um by the regular designers, it's by a, a guy named Philip Glau. Glowes. Glowes. Glows. Glowies. He is the designer of Mandala Stones. That's oh. oh, okay. Oh, cool. So it seems like he's starting to make a name for himself. Yeah. So maybe he, he's going to start being a, a household name. Also soon. Board and Dice, right? Also Board and Dice. So I think he works. So I've actually um, worked with Board and Dice getting some review copies, which sure. is this. But he, I've talked to him a lot. He does some of the promo stuff. I think it's a smaller... I always imagine these board game companies being these humongous companies. Yeah, it's me always too. like four people. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was this like, one real quick before you go on. Yeah. It was way back, way back when we first started getting into the hobby. I I had backed Avalon on Kickstarter. Oh yeah. And I had Indy? I already had the resistance. Yeah, so indie boards and cards. I already had the resistance. And I was backing <laughs> I was no actually no, okay, it wasn't this. It wasn't the resistance of Avalon. It was you remember when we you and me used to play Flashpoint all the time? Yes. Which is also indie boards and cards. Yep. I had Flashpoint and one there was like a something was missing in my copy. I had okay. like a couple p- components missing. And so I reached out to indie boards and cards and I was like, "Hey, you know, could somebody in your what did I say? I said something stupid like, "Could somebody in your products department get back yeah. with me about a component missing blah blah blah?" And Travis, the owner of the company, yep. got back and he's like, products department it's me I, it's it's just me i'm the company i'm everything. i'm the products yeah. department i'm the belt department supervisor yeah. <laughs> and I, it was that moment i was like oh what like you're a comp oh yeah. so yeah you realize like these publishers some of them are very small yeah and i i think i i realized that too even i believe jamie stegmeyer at stonemeyer games hired what i think is like their fourth full-time person <laughs> yeah like or fit like just yeah. recently and i'm like you're one of the biggest. Right. Everyone right. knows that name. Right. And they're so so that tells you that people don't get rich in this industry. Right. If you're right. in the board game industry to make money, stop it. Yeah. So Philip, who made Mandala Stones, works for Board and Dice. He, I don't believe he's like a hired design. It's not like they bought a Reiner Knizia game or bought, you know. Yeah, he's he like the, the brother-in-law. He's going to be sending emails and <laughs> like, the well, you spent this two hours <laughs> developing a new game because yeah. we're running out, right? <laughs> yeah. So um, I was pumped to get this one again because Teotihuacan and... It is a tile placement game. It's a worker placement-ish game. Uh, and you're competing to create the best design for the city of Teotihuacan. Yeah. It's a prequel. Okay. It's a prequel to Teotihuacan. Um, so are you building up the, the thing? You're building up the tower, but not in like the cool <laughs> sense like Teotihuacan. It's a much like you're 
the tiles are just flat and they're still right. stacked on each other. <laughs> yeah. It's not like cool uh, bake light yeah, yeah, for yeah. tiles. But yeah, so you're building the outskirts of the city and then the pyramid in the middle. So your board, the player board that you get, is broken up into four districts. So it's one big square broken up into four districts. And then the middle district, which takes up all of kind of the the other four, is the pyramid that you're building. The penis. So you kind of have like the penis. You know, you, penis. you have the outskirts. The you, have, you know, you have the balls and you have the, you know, the front. You had some fronts. It's <laughs> basically the fronts. Front and then oh, how many fronts are around? Yeah, you got, yeah, you got, you got, You're hermaphro. Yeah. yeah. Tales of Hermaphrodioquan. Yeah. <laughs> so oh everybody's got God. their own player board. And the main board has three action zones and two actions in each zone. A six total. Three action zones, two yeah. actions per zone for yep. six actions Per zone, yeah, so when you front. place a worker, you place a worker in one of the zones, and then you either pick one of the two actions of course. in that zone. Mm-hmm. Um, takes three or four rounds, which is really nice and easy, and Devin and I got through it in about an hour, which was great, um, which in either of the zones, you pick a build action or you pick an influence action. Okay. The build ones are how you get those polyomino tiles onto your board. Okay. So there's different kinds of polyomino tiles. One of them is resources. Mm-hmm. So if you buy a gold tile, you take the gold tile, you put it on your board, and then... What is unique about this is those buildings produce resources, whichever one they are, they're either yellow, brown, or silver. They're all yellow. Um, <laughs> and they produce right away when you put them on the board, and they actually take up the spots that are adjacent to your polyomino shape. Oh, okay. Okay. I see. So every adjacent spot would get a gold. So if you just had the small L, you would get I don't one, know two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Nine. Ooh, one, nine, nine, <laughs> I think one eight, two, nine, three, nine. four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight or nine. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd get that. But if you had a tile next to it, right, that those spots are blocked up. So you would only then fulfill the ones that are open spots next yeah. to those tiles. So those resources that are on your board, you then can use to buy some of these uh, temple tiles, which will score at the end of the game. Oh, that's cool. And then your pyramid tiles. That's kind of cool. So you're trying to get, there's, there's this switch you have to make somewhere in the game where you're getting your resources, and then you have to use those resources on the board to get the end game scoring tiles, which then free up the spots in your board mm-hmm. to put the end game scoring tiles mm-hmm. in the different colors there. So um, the other thing you can do is you can build the pyramid. You want the same temple tiles with the colors in the same section as your pyramid color tiles. Kind of makes sense? Yep. Okay, I get it. Sure. Uh-huh. You just want red to be closer to right. red. Red to be in the red. Yeah, So there's sure. red, green, and, and blue, which um, those are the three. And, okay. Um. What I like about the actions and uh, worker placement is your actions are your workers are discs. You put your disc on the spot you want to do, huh. and then the spot you place it on, actions have strength. So how many discs have already been placed there is the strength of your action. Oh. So for example, if I wanted a three gold tile, it has like three spaces. That is a strength of three. I need three action discs on that spot in order I to see. take that. Oh, that's cool. And on your turn, you can place one, two, or three of your action discs. Which is cool. So you can, if you and Natalie already put that there, I can then put my disc on top and I can have the action strength that I need. Yeah, you can you can piggyback or off ours. On my turn, if I'm like, I need that tile because it's going to run out, I can put two on there to then get to the strength That's that I need. That's peak commentary, by the way. Whenever I feel like whenever Jeff's explaining a game, all you hear in the background is me going, oh, <laughs> oh, uh, that's it. oh, I got to work on that. Those that are just edited in noises. You're saying you want to stop doing it's, that? Yeah, I'm saying I want to stop doing that. People I have applauses. It. People have applauses. <laughs> you just have like, yeah, like, yay. <laughs> just Ryan has recorded himself over yeah. and over going, ah, oh, okay. Mm. This is the worst game ever. Oh, <laughs> so uh, influence actions are, are easy. They just let you like refill resources on the board, get smaller tiles. And then there's uh, some contract tiles that you have to like fulfill during the game or can fulfill for points or bonus stuff, okay. uh, which I like and add some variability. 
their um everybody at the end of each round loses one of their discs their worker discs which is cool so think of like wingspan you know how wingspan you get to like you use one of your things to score you don't yep. score but one of the discs goes away so yeah. now your decisions later in the game are tighter yeah, yeah so the yeah. last round Devin and i only had three discs to work with so oh. like three actions oh. <laughs> three actions at most but that makes sense right your your board is filling up you don't need six actions at the end of the game or you're gonna yeah. feel like you can do everything mm-hmm. so which is the fucking thing yeah. i hate so that's great. I like Yeah, you need that tenseness yeah. to go, oh shit, I only have three actions. Now and what do I do? do yeah. And if you want something right away, you might spend two discs and now you only have two turns, right? So it's like, because now I only have one disc left or you could put all three on one and just be done right away. So right. I like that uh, a lot. So at the end of the game, you're scoring for like matching pyramid tiles that match the tiles in the each district. Okay. Um, that'll make more sense if you play it. It's kind of more visual sort of thing. Um, that's one thing I'll say before I forget that was a little tedious of trying to like sort of figure out what tiles were in what zone. Um, the scoring, play it once and it'll make more sense. But if you play it the first time, make sure everyone's scoring properly. Because some tiles can be in both districts and they count for both districts and you want to be able to like I gotcha. see yeah. those things. So I think this game is really solid. It's heavier than I thought it was going to be. It's a little crunchier than I thought it was going to be. Hmm. For some reason, I saw like founders of Teotihuacan and I was like, yeah, Teotihuacan. I, I almost thought like, yeah, I thought of like baby's yeah. first Teotihuacan. Yeah, right. right Teotihuacan yeah. Jr. And it wasn't. I, I know, again, BGG weight is what it is, but right now it's at a three, which I think is, that's oh. like perfectly medium. medium. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's not as heavy as any of the other T games. It, if, again, I'm, I'm not trying to compare the two, but yeah. if you're thinking in your head, you're going to get a heavy game like Teotihuacan, you're not. Right. Yeah. Think um, again. It's hard to idiot. not compare it when yeah. it has the word Teotihuacan. I know. <laughs> So all the stuff really just worked together. There's a lot of like little things like this resource management, the tile placement, these workers having different strength. They all worked really well together. I didn't have to look up the rules at all. The iconography is good. Uh, It's not the best, but once you like know it, you're like, okay, that makes sense. There's also these little like bonus actions uh, spaces. So you might be thinking Ryan going first is like, well, shit, I get the shitty position because... I have to put my disc down yeah, first. Yeah, right. No you get to use there. mine. So the uh, initial right. spot, if you're the first person to put your disc on a spot, there's like a <clears throat> bonus action underneath it. Only you get to do. Oh, okay. Which might give you another resource or might make you do another action or something cool. So that would also, so Ryan could also on his turn put two discs on that, have a strength of three, which is a bottom discount, and okay. get the bonus action. So being first on a spot could be more beneficial than even having the extra power. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. Awesome. I wasn't thinking that until you said it, and then I was. And then, yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. In the so moment, you like, oh, you're this right. Bullshit. Un- bullshit. Asked My question. unasked, unthought yeah. about question. Yeah. But when you asked me, but when you said it, I was like, yeah, you're right, dude. Yeah. <laughs> what the shit? Like, but it fixes it, and you're like, oh, good. Okay, okay. good. I could have just, so I could have, yeah. right there, I, I said all that. I could have just gone, oh. You said a lot more. But instead, I said more. Yeah. Yep. So I like yeah, words came out. My favorite part of the game was the the fun puzzle between managing your resources and managing the tiles on the board. When do I get this tile? Because if I put this tile here, it's going to block off spaces for my resources. Yeah, and I liked that balance. It it created again this uh, thing we always talk about in T games. This uh-huh. timing. Um, mm-hmm. There. That's the big thing with T games. Yeah. Of like, all right. When Take do I change? When do I get rid of this resource? When do I spend? What resources do I spend? And there's also this cool thing that I didn't tell you that there's um, an architect that moves around your player board every time you take a turn and you can only build in that person's half of the board. Is it so like a rondelle? Time, no, it just, so th- my architect starts on top of my board and then after I take a turn, he moves. Okay. Okay. Wherever, what's, whatever side of the square board he's on is the only side that you as your player can build on. 
So if he's on the top, I can only build on the top half of the board. Oh, wow. So that also creates a timing of, okay, I want this tile. I want it to be in the bottom, but I can't buy it now because my worker's on top or my architect's on top. Can you move him any other way? He moves just at the end of your turn, whether you build or not. Okay. So you just kind of have to pace it out a little bit. So you can't like... I really want to build in the left section, but he's on the right section. You can't do some weird power to make him move Unless faster. there's something like a tile that we didn't see or something. But Got no, it. he just, you'd have to wait. You know, you get, because if he's on the, if you want to build on the left, if you want to build on the bottom left and he's on the far right of your board, you only have to wait one step because then it's the sure. bottom right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're in the top left and you're on the far right, it's going to be difficult Couple for turns you to, to, you have to do. wait. So what do you do in that meantime? What if the tiles are gone? So I liked that. That was, again, another timing I thing to go along to show with up. when you... Oh, when we, you we're getting that? Yeah, build all these buildings. It, yeah. I pre-ordered yeah. it. Um, so I played it with Devin, my wife. She didn't enjoy it. She was like, these are not my type of games. She recognized like this was a good game. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. She's like, I think you'll have more fun playing with other people. I'm like, well, that doesn't, that's not necessarily true. Like I, I try to remove as much as I can yeah. other people's feelings when you play a right, game. Right, you're just yeah. looking at her boobs, so you um, don't care. I mean, you just oh want to play God. with her because yeah, her boobs are right yeah. there. Yeah. Duh. Makes right, sense. I mean, she just Duh. had a baby there. You... So oh my I, God, stop. Yeah. <laughs> she probably listens to this. <laughs> she does listen to this. She does. Yeah. She knows her boobs um, are big. Don't worry. She'll be like, Ryan's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ryan, you talk about my boobs. <laughs> oh, Ryan. <laughs> so hey, I, liked, I liked a lot of it. I liked the, the action disc. I liked the strength of each disc. I thought that was pretty cool. That is cool. And... And I played it, and again, it's this weird mentality. Like I'm comparing it to tea games. I, whenever I play a tea game, there is something special about the tea games. Whether you liked Tabanusi or not, that game is special. Yeah. Okay. Whether you like Tawantinsu, because then those are, those were probably your bottom two. Probably of the tea game. Yeah, probably. But those games still have like holy oh, shit. Yeah, this is recognize. a fucking game. Oh, they're yeah, good games. Definitely. Yeah, they're good. They're How very do very do good. Well and I played designed. this, and I was like, is this special like those? Probably not. Yeah. Um. But it's not trying to be. But it's not trying to be. It, it maybe it because it's not in that. Maybe team there'll line, be a little bit of both. This a little bit of detriment to calling it Teotihuacan. Yeah, you're going to get the sales. You're going to get the publicity. But will it live? People up. have to compare it to that because yeah, it's just the point. way people yeah. brain That's a works. Or they're going to be like, if I liked this, then I better like this. Kind yeah. Of thing. So it's, yeah. Well, I think what Jeff said was like, oh man, Teotihuacan. <laughs> this is going to be like Teotihuacan. Yeah. Yep. Only di- like a little lighter or something, but it's yeah. And there wasn't like, like there wasn't yeah. like a rondelle. Like I thought there might be some simplified, yeah. other than that guy moving around. But that's not a rondelle. Did, that's uh, like he's just moving. Did Devin yeah. play Teotihuacan before? Devin's played Teotihuacan. She loved Teotihuacan way more. Oh, okay. Um, she w- we need to play. Devin and I need to play uh, Tabanusi because she's played the other ones. So we need to. Play okay, she hasn't played that one yet. Yeah, and then I'll make her make a, a, a list. T- a tea I want list. I want the tea, tea list from Devin. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say go into it, remove. Don't think about it as being a Teotihuacan a tea game. Yeah. Go into it playing just well, the game, well, see the mechanisms. Or something with F. I know, it's F. Founders of Teotihuacan. <laughs> Interesting. Because that's kind of like like Gloomhaven has Founders of Gloomhaven. Yeah. Right? Isn't there but one like that? that's like, that's got to be closer than, and that's probably why. Because Founders of Gloomhaven is, isn't it Gloomhaven? Isn't it the same shit? You're right. It is the same the universe, but I think it's a completely different experience. Because that's the only oh, thing okay. that, what's his, who makes that? Uh, Isaac Childress. That's the only thing that he's touched that people fucking hate. <laughs> yeah, not hate, but like that yeah. thing gets Founder yeah, of Founders of Gloomhaven gets, gets pooped panned. on a little bit. Yeah, but <laughs> everything else like Jaws of the Lion and Frosthaven, like the, the top five <laughs> games are all just going to be his games. Um, Give me that poop knife, man. But I would say the game's really solid. I don't know if it's something like super special yet. I want to play it with more people to see how four people go, see if there's yeah. more tension. Um, but I liked it. I'm it's definitely I'm definitely playing it again. Um, it's staying in the collection. It's yeah. not. I'm starting well, it's to good sign if you want to play it. Again. Yeah, like you guys, I'm starting to get rid of some games and wanting to move some games. It feels good. Um, I gotta say that it does feel. At good. At one point, Ryan was like, "Should we just like 
get rid of like everything you know like meaning like i had a, i had one yeah, and i was ones. like no i am not gonna, gonna buy any games <laughs> yeah <laughs> that guy came out for a moment <laughs> he's basically yeah kind of like that yeah. that, that uh the resolution, resolution. yeah he was was like, like, oh your number one's great boy. wait to yeah. hear this he's like should we just get rid of like almost everything and i was like no because i was like why don't we buy keep all like, back yeah. next year when yeah. you change yeah. your i was like we'll keep like 20 or 30 and then we'll get rid of everything else she's like you're just gonna buy everything back if you think that you might change your mind in like two weeks because you know you're you go through these like phases. This is why uh, you like, get married. You're not getting this rid is the of the reason. <laughs> they talk you down. Yeah, um, but if you maybe you didn't get married, you can set more money. You can just buy it ever. Yeah, um, but it's <laughs> yeah. so I, I say that because I'm getting rid of some games, and this is not one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, yeah. This is staying in the collection. Very cool. Uh, again, you can go. I uh, just give the board and dice a shout out. You can go and pre-order it from them. There's I'm assuming dozens of other websites. Did you, you say how long it takes to play? Dev and I took an hour. Said an hour. Yeah. So is this something you might? You you definitely want to try it with the um the game group. Yeah, I would even come over and play it with you guys. Once. Okay, like if you want, yeah. like I would play it with you guys. Sweet, oh, because cool. it also changes a little bit of the rounds. Like Devin and I played four rounds. You play more people, be like three rounds, so that makes it a little tighter. Um, okay, but yeah, I'm I'm in I'm into playing that game again for sure. But I would say if you're going into it, move your expectations a little bit around from it being a, a labeled like a team. It's game. like its own game. It's its, its own, own game. Think yeah. of it as a standalone. Yeah, by I, I knew it wasn't like it say in the T series. Yeah, <laughs> founders of Fo- pretend. Pretend this one is founders of Tiotihuaca. The founders of yeah, uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> Well, the next game Natalie and I played is one that I had originally seen everywhere on BGG with people saying things like, "This one is special." It seemed like all the initial reviews were praising it so much, and it was light. Um, and like Llama Land, had really gorgeous artwork, and also like Llama Land, it borrowed mechanisms from another game I really like, this time Quadropolis. And so I finally got my hands on it. Almost immediately after I got my hands on it, I saw some more mixed reviews and uh-ohed my way to the table. Can I pause you for <laughs> a yes, second? Yes, pause me. Quadropolis is so good. I like Quadropolis I a lot. That doesn't get talked about anymore. It doesn't. And it's so good. It's a great game. We had two copies of it at one point. It's just so I think we got rid of them. I think we got rid of them both. Yeah, you had it too. Yeah, it's just a Very, very good game. I agree. Very good game. Um, So this game is called Meadow, and here's how it works. In Meadow, players are trying to build out their meadow (laughs) by by selecting cards from the main board, a la Quadropolis, which I'll explain in a moment, and placing them in their hand, then placing a card from their hand into their meadow tableau in front of them, ultimately scoring points. The game is all about icon matching. You initially place cards on the table that have certain icons like caterpillars or beetles or birds, and then you select cards worth more victory points that require the symbols that you have placed already. So for instance, I might have a caterpillar and a leaf symbol on a card that I've played, and then I take a card that's worth three victory points that requires a caterpillar and a leaf. You place that card over top of the of the card uh, with one of those symbols, and then you carry on. If you decide you don't want to take a card, you can instead place your tile on a satellite board to take one of four special actions, like drawing more cards from a deck, or playing two cards from your hand instead of one, or taking any card from the main board, things like that. The game ends after a certain number of rounds, depending on the number of players, and then most victory points on cards in your meadow wins. So things I liked. Just like Llama Land, this game is stunning to look at. The artwork is really great and evocative and whimsical and all that. The component quality is really good. The cards feel nice. The card stock is thick with two Cs, and it really is lush (laughs) and beautiful all around, so it's high marks there. Things I didn't like. Oh, my God, there's a giant paragraph I'm about to read. Also like Llama Land, that's about where the nice things I have to say stop. This game. I don't know how to really say it. I do because it's right here. This is a game that you don't really play. The game kind of plays you. During the first half of the game, there's a grid of cards uh, from these three main decks. During this first half, you're acquiring cards and symbols 
and points and just kind of playing what's available. As outside of your main hand of cards, there's really no planning that you can do. As symbols on the cards come out absolutely randomly, so you might be playing for a while before you see that land type that you so desperately need two of to come out. Then after the halfway point of the game, you clear the board of cards and repopulate it, and this time you swap out one of the decks for like an endgame deck. All or most of the cards in this deck are victory point cards, and all of, the, uh, all of these come out with their own slightly longer set of requirements that you have to have in your meadow to accomplish. Only say four point cards, let's say two four point cards come out that need things that you just happen to not have any of during the first half of the game. But oh, look at that. Your opponent happens to randomly have all of them. And now they get four points on two cards that unless you hate draft away from them, they get for free. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things that I hate the most in games. Lucking into a ton of points or lucking out of ton of points. Like the Takenoko or Ticket to Ride issue. Drawing a card and doing literally nothing and then scoring big points. That is the... I hate that. And that's basically the entirety of this game. It's all just random and luck. And if you happen to have the right icons at the right time and hope and pray that your opponent doesn't. And that's not my opponent outplaying me. That's the luck of the game determining the outcome, and that feels really bad. It doesn't even feel good if you happen to get lucky enough to get the card, because you don't feel like you accomplished anything. Instead, you're like, oh, look at that. I, I happen to have these things in my meadow that satisfy this card that's worth five right, points. Like, cool. Take this. Why, why, like, why wouldn't I just take that? Yeah. You're not like planning for this card. It's just there it is. Oh, I happen like, to have oh, the things. Works. I guess I'll yeah. get it. And, and that's what I mean where I said the game plays you. The decisions in the first half of the game feel absolutely arbitrary. I, I don't know. I guess I'll take this card, I guess. Mm -hmm. I can get one point if I take that card. And then you do that, though, not realizing that it's covering up a symbol that you're going to desperately need in the second half of the game but never get. And that is so stupid. Okay. <laughs> I'm honestly not sure what it is that anyone who likes the game likes about it. I went back to BGG which is where I initially saw so many amazing glowing reviews to see what the hell it was that people liked about it. And dude, take a trip to the BGG comment section for Meadow and you'll see a fuck ton of nines and tens, but almost every single comment says nothing about what it is they actually like about the gameplay. Almost every single comment is just stuff like, wow, great medium weight game. That looks gorgeous. My wife's favorite game. 10 out of 10. So beautiful and relaxing. Love oh, the theme. Like every stuff. comment is that. I kept yeah. scrolling and Man, scrolling and scrolling and scrolling like. and scrolling, and I couldn't really find anything that was more substantive yeah. than that. So overall, I didn't. Before I get to my overall, I I said that I was going to come back and explain the quadruples part, and I just kind of got in a rant there. So oh. the cool thing mechanismally about this game that it borrows from Quadropolis is when you're playing Quadropolis or this game, you are taking. There's like a grid of cards in this game, all right, and you have five. Uh, tiles, okay? And they have notches on them, but that doesn't really, that's not really important. You And all the tiles that you have in front of you have numbers on them. One, two, three, four. Question and then there's mark. a question mark one that you can play on any of them. Yeah. And so the cards are in a four by four grid. And so if you want a card, let's say you want the third card on the second row, you put your tile that has the number three to the left of that row, which is indicating that you want the one, two, third card that you take. Or you could put it on the other side of the board and make it a number two. So then you're taking the one, two, which mm -hmm. is the third from there. Or you could put it on the bottom of the board and play your three, right? So there's different spots to play it. And that's a really cool mechanism that I just feel is kind of used. It's wasted in this game. In Quadropolis, it is awesome and it feels necessary. And this game is so random that you. Either you need that card or you can just take one of any other cards. So you, you never really feel like you're stuck. Mm -hmm. You never really feel like, 
oh shit, I played my three already. I can't get that card now. Right. It doesn't no really happen. Mark and you can just get one. Yeah, you got the question mark one. Even if you use those two, there's like, okay, I guess I'll just take this. Ugh. Overall, this game is less than good, not great. I think it's entirely too random for me to recommend. There's zero strategy. Just play the best card you can you can play on your turn, I guess, if you happen to have the right symbols on your cards. It's relaxing and beautiful at the expense of engaging and strategic decision-making. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't mind purely tactical games. I like them. But this game doesn't play like a tactical game. It's like it wants to be a strategic game, but it just can't be due to the extreme levels of randomness. If you're on the fence, I'd pass on Meadow. What do you think, Natalie? Yeah, I pretty much 100% agree with you. Um, the best part by far was the art. I love the art. It, it was so pretty. Kind of because of the art, I was like, I really want to like this game. It's so cute. So um, cute. And um, what was I going to say? But yeah, basically it just... Oh, no, I know what I was going to say. Even when you explain <laughs> the rules, like you said, with the with the way that you pick up the cards you know by placing the tile on like the end of a row yeah to determine which card you get and not being able to just pick like any cards you want right out of there um and just like all the other um parts of the game it seemed like it was going to be like a little bit like different and fun and but man when we were playing it just was boring we found that like we just didn't really care because like you said like there was nothing because of the randomness, and that's 100% the reason for all of this negative stuff, was you just, you couldn't really, like, plan for much, or even if you had a plan, it was just, it just wasn't that... Yes, the symbols don't come out of the plan you have, you yeah, just, you're so, just completely okay, screwed. Okay, for example, it kind of started off, the game started off, and I was kind of really annoyed because <laughs> my f- starting hand of cards... I couldn't play anything. They all required this symbol that was not out there. On the grid. Yeah. On the grid, right? All of them. Literally all of them. And so all I could do for like the first like several turns was like pick whatever card I picked up. That's the one I had to play because I couldn't play any of the other cards in my hand. Eventually it came out and you know it, I could start playing like the game how it was meant to be played. But like probably the first like three turns at least i was like this is dumb i can i'm literally like okay I've, i'll pick this one up and play it i'm like that's boring because i have all these other cards i want to play to start yeah. building stuff and i can't because that symbol and there is a there. mechanism where if you're if you need a symbol that you that is not that you don't have you can yeah you can discard true. two cards from your hand to give you that symbol but cards in your hand you don't have that many right so and if then you're, you're discarding not, two then you don't have very yeah, many to play the, i mean and typically you're just picking one up so you're not replenishing it it's, i mean there is another way like you could get no, no you're still getting no one. you're, you're right yeah. so yeah you're not replenishing back up so if you keep getting rid of two cards you're not gonna have, not gonna have like have any, any options in your yeah, hand stupid um damn but just for <laughs> the, yeah, but for the most like part it. i just found it kind of it just wasn't fun. That's the bottom line. It maybe this is a launching point for the artists. It's kind of boring. This is the only game that these two yeah, women have the done. Art, and maybe the art is great. Gorgeous. Pump them into gorgeous. beautiful. I have nothing negative to say at all me about neither. how the game looks or. That's it. Yeah, and the components <laughs> I thought were great. It was just the gameplay. I was just kind of. We were just kind of like, oh, this is man. Just like two duds in a row. Some yeah. of it's big proof of how like how more recently now games are getting sold by the way they look. Yeah. Like, if oh, I saw a that on llama? a shelf, fuck I, it. Yes, I'm buying it. And if I saw that on a shelf and it, seems you're like gonna a touch ga- it. and it seems like yeah. it's not just a super silly light game, I'd be like, yes. Yeah, if you're and then you get that a- bias when you buy yeah. it of people make it, like going like, I, I like this game because I bought it. 
You know, you get that by. So then people, yeah. you know what I mean? Or even for me sometimes. <sighs> yeah, you're right. Like probably because of you, I'm able to not do this as much. But like a lot of times for me, Way like <laughs> I want to like a game. And so like I'll convince myself like, like maybe I did like it when really deep down I didn't really like yeah. it. I get I, I have that a lot of times too. Yeah. I have, Ryan always says I have a bigger bullseye. Yeah, um, yeah right. I yeah. just want to like things. Like right. I want to appreciate something. Like so it's sure. hard for I go you in to and say like, you don't like, like it, even right. though yeah. you really know you don't. But it's hard for you to like to. Um, yeah, it's just hard for you to. Like, I know. I feel like my baseline starts at this is good. Like I go see yeah. a movie, I'm like this is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's good. Yeah, I, I'll say this. I never yeah. go into anything expecting no, to, sure. to I, dislike it. I always want to. Like Meadow, I was like. I'm, here we go let's play and then yeah. we play and i'm like immediately let down like oh shit here's what yeah, i but think you're one of those people who are just like okay. you're just like you know you're you know you know what you like and you don't like and so yeah. if you watch something you play something you're like i like this i don't like this right. you know ever not everybody is quite as confident in that yeah that's a good point <laughs> in the pants yeah <laughs> that's a good point here's my bold prediction all right i think specifically in ryan that Ooh. You went through this this valley of not playing games. Sure. The way you got back into games is you were like a little bit of party, a little bit of light games. Right. I think that phase is is over. Starting to end. I think yeah. you want to play heavier games now. Yeah. And I think these lighter Ooh. games are disappointing. Yeah, you might be right. Arc so Nova is really. Right. I, I cannot wait to right. get Arc so Nova. Like one day, if Natalie it. just sets up obsession or sets up something, you're gonna be like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, yeah. you're not Maybe wrong. The light you games might not are be wrong. I feel like six that. months ago, Arc Nova, he probably would have sat down to learn it and was just like, "No." I didn't have the energy for it. Yeah. That's true. But now you're like, that's true. Ooh. Now this thing is like could yeah. be the, like the number one or two game. This line. could be the best game of all time. Yeah, that's I'm expecting it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I get like a little floner walking by it every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's a combination of flaccid and burning. I did like not know happy. that. Now you know. It's a little it's floner. It's a yeah, halfie. It's, yeah. it's like a halfie. <laughs> you wouldn't know you're not a penis. It's like, yeah. You wouldn't know. <laughs> I can fronts, imagine. Our fronts are different than your fronts. <laughs> our fronts are very reactionary. <laughs> yeah. Very reactionary. Um, so anyway, that's Meadow. So then, if you want Meadow or Llama Land, go join the Discord and uh, yeah, yeah, it's coming to the Discord. If you want a really cute game that's not that fun, I'm about to sell them. Totally, I'm about to sell. Yeah, if you want us. a really cute game? That's a great. <laughs> yeah. If you want a couple of really awesome looking games that just aren't really that good, try Meadow and Llama yeah. Land. <laughs> yeah. Man, do they look awesome and aren't fun? They both wow, do. you want those? Ugh. I, I seriously want to know, Sam. This French toast. This is to you. Oh yeah. You love. You seem to love Meadow. I, I think. I think you said you love this game. Why? What is it? Tell me. Tell me what you feel while you're playing the game that you like about it. Yeah. And it, and it is. It's perfectly acceptable to to say stuff like it makes me feel like I'm out in nature and that's what I love to do and right. so I have fun with that. That's acceptable. I just want to know because we played it and I was like, this game. I don't understand how anyone could like it. Why is it getting good reviews? So Why are people know. again all the comments on BGG? If you go look at them, the nines and tens, yeah. it's all the same bullshit. It almost seems like it's like like someone shilling for the. That's so almost yeah. what it seems like because all the comments are so generic, like like it's a bot that was just like yeah. this game is fun. My wife really enjoys it. It's light. It's just a light strategy game. That's <laughs> yeah. like what they all. It's like you're not saying anything. Well, it, another thing too is I feel like. I mean, this has nothing to do with Sam, his French show. It's just, it's just a general thought. But she's coming for Sam. <laughs> is, that, is that what you think? You. This, yeah. this sounds like she's about to. She's about to launch her name. This next torpedoes at Sam's no. soul. So speaking of Sam, <laughs> I also think that a lot of like non-gamery games, you know, like a lot of like 
games that people play who are not necessarily in the hobby or like go to Target and they pick up a game. I think randomness is a big part of those games and people don't mind that because that's just like that that's just what they know in games and it i feel the like playing field of gamers too. and i feel yeah, like sure. this game is more like one of those you yeah. know we're like people, i can't believe you just said that about sam can you believe i did it oh my so god like people sam, might, like, like pick this up and like it who aren't like hardcore in the happiness yeah non um because they're used to like that randomness because that's like a very common element of those games for sure yeah. I know I agree with you. I do agree with you. Wow, Sam just unfollowed. <laughs> she dropped from the Discord. <laughs> she's she's one of the ones that listens live. You can listen to this live, apparently. Yeah, I didn't wow. know that. Holy cow. Um, all right, so anyway, that's... that's uh, Meadow. Meadow. Yeah, middle Meadow. Meadow. Like cute little fox on the box. I know. Speaking of your board game geek things, random side note, yeah. I find myself looking more... Maybe we've talked about this. I find myself looking a lot at like the sevens. Instead of nines and tens. Oh, for the for the for comments. Like, yeah. So when you yeah, go yeah, to yeah, comments, yeah. So look at like a seven. Because they give you the more. Because they well, because they'll be like, yeah. this game was fun. Here's why it's not yeah, higher. Like people give that more. Right. Or they might say like pros and cons. Like I like this. Yeah. Didn't like this. Because no, the ones are a joke. Yeah, the ones are a most of the time. The tens are a joke. Yep. Yeah. Because um, not like these ones. If someone are rated not Meadow a ten. Like you're not really taking this seriously. <laughs> But at least I if mean, you really, are, right? if you are, tell me why. Right? Tell me let why. Tell me why. So let Ryan know. <laughs> I, I swear. I, and if I, you'd like to buy it. I just, I really, really quick, before you go on, I want to yeah. just read two of these. So 576 comments. It's 7.9 on BoardGameGeek. Yeah, that's high. Here we go. 7.9 is high. Here yeah, we go. This person, Spiderblast, rated it a 10 and says, medium euro, that's heavier true. than it looks. Yeah. Gotcha. And this guy, Paizim, says, rated it a 10, by the way, a very beautiful and clever game. Ooh. All right. This guy... Uh, Pike's Wrath says, "Beautiful game, lovely, relaxing, highly recommend." Like, what you're not like, saying why anything? Are you highly recommend this one. It. A favorite yeah. of my wife and I. Probably the best game of 2021. Beautiful, peaceful. Right. Try it. Well, do you guys ever rate games on BGG? I don't. I write comments all the time. Yeah, I haven't in yeah. a while. In my because recently, I feel yeah, every like time. if you're gonna take the time to like rate it and be part of that rating system, I know yeah whatever like maybe sometimes you don't want to make a comment but if you're gonna make a comment make it a useful one yeah because you could if just, someone's gonna read the could comment just be notes you can right. put a note yeah, in people your don't own necessarily thing. realize so that this of, is for me to look at oh it's so they did that for like, these are themselves. personal comments some people just yeah. write kickstarted yeah wait a minute comments are just what people write about their own shit is this like it's when not you like go on your um list of own games and then there's like stuff written next yeah, to it that's, that's a comment that? right that's all oh. these that's all these are I didn't realize. But I mean, that. people are. This is a ten. Here's another ten. Look at that art. Seriously, this game is beautiful to look at okay, during well, play. Very engaging. I didn't realize column, it was kind there of is for a yourself column on as your well. BGG collection that you can write your own private notes on there. Yeah, it's yeah. like a farther one. So these are. Yeah, there's a comments and then there's a notes that you could just. Some of these belong in okay. notes, which is just for them to so see if, in their own collection. Okay. Like if you kickstarted, put it in the notes, notes not in the comments. I see. Yeah, right. That makes a lot more sense then. Because really I'm like, why would you write that for people? One of the best medium weight games I play. Beautiful art and smooth gameplay. But see, you know, see, I mean. These are not sure. saying anything at all. I learned nothing about this game and why it's good from these comments, other yeah. than it's beautiful. It's relaxing. Well, okay. Then now I kind of don't necessarily agree with you. Jeez. About. Burn. Like, and I know Sam, it's unhelpful, but What don't I, you agree I, with me about? I see Comments that. are the best way to find out what people actually think about I their games. I agree with that. I'm just saying, I, at first I was kind of mad at these people. Like, what are you making these dumb comments for? But if it's mostly probably for their personal Oh yeah, it's not like a review. Then, like you then I don't blame them for writing what they write as much as I did before I knew that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not blaming them for writing it. I'm just saying yeah. for this specific game, 
people are like rating it so high and then saying why, but they're not saying why. Yeah. And so I, I just want to know why. Yeah, just tell me why. All right, Jeff, what you got, man? I got Lucky Duck, Lucky Duck Corner. You ready for Lucky <laughs> yeah, Duck Yeah, I'm ready corner? for it. Yep. So Lucky I want to just touch quickly mm, on... Me? The, oh yeah. my God. Yeah, we'll be right back. Very make, quickly. Make it not quick. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Talking about floaters? <laughs> touch it slow. Um, <laughs> yeah, touch my, touch my floater. Ew. Uh, I want to I want to touch on the Destiny's expansion. Oh, okay. called Sea of Sand, which I just want to keep calling Sea and Sand. Oh, but it's fancy. Sea of Sand. sand because it's just a lot of sand. It's not like the sea and like the, the sand. It's, just, oh. it's like a sea. You got it. Like you dump the box out. You're like, <laughs> ah, it's uh, everywhere. Yeah, ah, well, okay. God. yeah, just like it's like it's in your shoe. It's a box of sand. Yeah. Damn it. Shit. So you, everybody knows how I like Destinies. I was excited to get the expansion to the table. And I know that some people are anti-app and board games. And it's this is, you know, if it works digitally, it's not a board game. I get the argument. I was talking to somebody on Instagram, Mr. He e. Um, he was like, the, he, he said one of his big things that frustrates him is that what if this company stops supporting the app and then you're just left with a box of nothing? Oh. And I'm like, that's annoying. That's never happened to me. Um, but I could see that's like, okay, I get that. Yeah. Um, the way that I think about it is like, if it's not a board game, it's still a fun experience. Well, what is so? What does supporting the there. app mean? So if the if, app's out there, right? So everything ha- that's already made, they don't have to constantly do anything do to they, it. Do they right? have to like? Is there like upkeep to like pay? Yeah, I don't know. I guess I've never developed. Like an if app. it's I'll yeah. ask Dave. Yeah, ask oh, Dave. Okay. Dave will know. So yeah, I don't know if you have. <laughs> is there like some yearly thing to keep it in the stores? Like yeah, because that would be a valid concern if that was the case. Otherwise, I feel like you have it. It's on your phone. Yeah, it's downloaded on your phone. It's not like and most of my games goes away. You can't use it anyway. Yeah, I mean. They could, could probably could go away. Yeah, I haven't but seen like them yet. But like when you use it on your phone, well, it's, it's downloaded. You it's have different. it. So I guess if you get rid of that phone and they, and they stop supporting it and you couldn't download it again on a yeah, different device, it's yeah. gone. maybe well, that's what they mean. Maybe, this is probably very different, but like that house party app that became popular, yeah. that went away. Yeah, but that was all connecting online. Flappy You're Bird. right. Flappy that was like, why I think it's different. That was like it's a, not just like a program. Yeah, Flappy Bird guy deleted Flappy Bird. Yeah. <laughs> but if you had Flappy Bird on your phone, you could still you play You could still it. play Flappy Bird okay. until you got a new phone. Yeah, so that's a thing. So then you get a new yeah. phone. Because <laughs> you had to upgrade to the iPhone too. I loved Flappy yeah, Bird so much. I remember, okay, I remember playing yeah. Flappy Bird. Yes, I, I came over. I, I think I played it first and I gave it, and you were like, you were so fucking pissed at this game to start with. <laughs> Ryan would be playing it in his garden city house in the baby like, like, bum, bum. Because what you do is you just, you hit the thing. You just go in between pipes. Yeah, and you get so fucking mad. And then like two days later, he was like, I got 700. Yeah, he was like I the did. greatest yeah, fucking Flabby Bird player right, in the you're world. Right, you're and I was like, that? you fucking hated that game. I even deleted it and then downloaded it again or something. And then you got so good at yeah, Flabby I Bird. I did. I did. That's so funny. Anyway, I'm reviewing that. Flabby Bird the app. Happy <laughs> <laughs> Bird? Happy Bird. So, again, sorry. Destiny Seas of Sand. Uh, yeah. it's, it's an app supported game, so you have to have the app to play it. <laughs> I would suggest I, I, I'll talk about that later. Um, what this adds to the Destiny's game, I'm not gonna like review the entire thing, um, but this adds a couple new elements. There's this dungeon and maze like tiles that you can go on okay. that kind of set you in this high risk, high reward maze. Like, okay. You can I like be going that. around, so your decisions on your turn are different. You can't move from tile to tile. You're now in the maze, mm-hmm. but you can find like valuable treasure. You can find this kind of stuff. So that changes a little bit of the game and how. Other people can't do what you're doing at the same Are time. Are there new minis in it? Yeah, new minis. Um, it comes in a separate box, which is one of the downsides because now I have oh, two Oh, because you slots. can't combine them. You can, but then I get rid of the inserts. Yeah, the inserts the hold the minis. Hold all the minis. So that's a little mm-hmm. annoying. I wish they would come up with some big box. Maybe they did for the Kickstarter. I don't have the Kickstarter, but um, maybe they have some storage solution. Thing. But they, it's the same kind of thing it came with. You know, you know how the base box comes with that cool like 
thing with the wings. The yeah, that huge mini. Yeah. This is like a big, like genie, like angry looking genie and like a sandstorm looking thing. Oh, so that's cool. like, a, so they have one giant cool mini and then angry everything else is, is the tiny ones. Yeah. So there's the dungeon and the mazes. There's a little bit of, uh, there's another way to get help. If you feel like you're wandering around, uh, aimlessly, aimlessly, which is a huge downside of the game. Um, this is, this is a way to like ask for help and be like, what the fuck? You can go to like, I think it's called a library. You can go to like the library and oh, be like, what like, the fuck am I doing? something Yeah, it like do. gives you a little bit of like <laughs> yeah. nudge of like, oh, the history of this says you might find this. And it might, it kind of gets oh, you in the right no, direction. But you're wasting a turn to do that, which is fine because you'd be wasting turns just wandering right. around yeah, anyway. Yeah, um, It still has like, everything's the same with the the skill testing and, and how you kind of can manipulate those different tracks and then you roll the dice, which I love that. Um that's probably like the board gamey part of it, right? Is, is the manipulation of that and the dice rolling. Yes. Um, cool dice. I like those dice. Again, downside of this so is, is that it can feel discouraging going through that um, to just not find anything. Mm-hmm. If you like Destinies, the expansion is just as good. There's nothing that's, I think, n- really negative about it that isn't negative in the first game. Okay. And if you want to continue the journey, you can get Sea of Sand. And there's one more, too, that I don't have, um, but I'm sure I will invest in because... So this thing like a, just hits the table for me all the time. Different thing than the game, or is it like add to the game? Good question. You have to have the base game. Yeah. So you have the base game, and then you are playing with a new set of like the tiles that are the the area that you're moving around. Yeah. In. So what you carry over from the base game is you carry over the player boards and the dice. Oh. Um, and so some it's of the like items. a different like scenario. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's like okay, a, okay. a different scenario. Sense. So yeah. you're on a, a different, different path. story or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So okay, the it. other one was a five set of like this town and sort of paranormally ain't yeah. not ancient but uh what's the right word for that like time frame um something anyway <laughs> and then this one is now in the sea of sand sort of desert okay. theme yeah. antiquity uh yeah no. antiquity yeah sure yeah. let's go with that all right and the next thing i want to <laughs> talk about especially with luck with lucky duck and van rider games the two of them have combined oh do you remember what we bought for van rider games yes uh ago? those books yeah those books uh-huh. which or okay i'll say a slight letdown yeah, but this, but it was a cool idea. Awesome and the story idea. was cool. Comic so like, book okay. games kind of yeah, thing. It was like a choose, choose your own adventure, yeah, choose your own adventure yeah. kind of a game. Um, so the two of them have combined forces. Uh, the designer is Evan Derrick, who made Final Girl, ben which Derrick. has been like, oh yeah, Ben Derrick. Evan Derrick, who Final Girl's everywhere. I had yeah. no idea the thing. Solo existed, game, right? Really. Yeah. Yeah. Final Girl. Yeah. It was on Kickstarter. I think that it all it just came in. I think yeah. That's why people, I, like, oh, I think I, because everybody got it recently and it's been a, yeah. on Instagram everywhere. And then also uh, he designed the Detective City of Angels, which my favorite yep. part yes. of that is the story writing in that. There's some things I don't like about the gameplay, but the story I like in those the detective ones. So mm-hmm. they've teamed up really to create this game called The Dark Quarter. And the dark quarter is not out yet. Are you saying quarter or corridor? Quarter, like a like quarter, like, like a like penny, coin. nickel, dime, quarter. Penny, nickel, dime, corridor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Corridor. yeah. Okay. yeah. Corduroy. Okay. Corduroy. Okay. The dark corridor <laughs> pants. Yeah. Quarter. quarter. Yeah. The dark. Quata. The dark quarter. <laughs> okay. Quarter. Okay. The um, okay. Got it. And so this this game is. Coming to Kickstarter, I got a preview copy. How cool! Ooh. Oh, I know. Like, like preview to the to the extent like to I had the... to get I had to get rights to get the I had to like basically up, not apply but like send my email in so I could download the app because you can't get the app yet. So I got the app wow. like on a special thing. So wow. that was pretty cool. Wow. The first time that ever. That happened. is that awesome. Cool. That is awesome. Um, and what a great thing neat. because like Lucky Duck. I don't mean to cut you off. Lucky Duck is like your your jam. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Chronicles of Crime and Destinies. Those are like. I know. I you love combine it. those shits. Holy shits! So holy shits! <laughs> so the Kickstarter is April twelfth. I'll try to say that. I'm gonna need a knife for this. Yeah, I'm gonna need to cut that shit. Yeah, it's so huge. My I mean, shit's so huge. Days. You gotta cut it. 
Do you, have, you guys have one? No. What's that all about? <laughs> Where's your knife? Where's, just... Where's your poop knife? Where's your poop knife? What the My fuck what? are you talking about? Oh, I'm about? sorry. I'm sorry. Your dung divider? Yeah, your dung, like, is that what you call I it? I have a big poop. I need to cut it. What do you use? <laughs> what the fuck are you what talking about? What do you about? use? Oh, man. That's the greatest thing ever. So the only thing I was able to play was the first scenario. That's the only thing that's out, that's available for preview. Um, I don't know if they're working on stories or it's just not ready yet, but this, okay. um, this is, again, the, the preview for the first scenario. And it is a... I honestly think it's a like it's a mash of Chronicles of Crime and Destinies that's together. So wow. cool. So whether again, whether that's if this sounds fucking miserable to you, don't get it. We said you co- don't like it's cooperative, Chronicles, right? Yes. If you don't like Chronicles and you don't like Destinies, you're not gonna like this game. Sure. So don't go. Don't be like, oh, I, I hated this game. I hate this game, but I'll probably like this one. No. Right. No, you won't. <laughs> if you don't like this system, this is not your game. But if yeah. you like this system, you will love this. Um, it is cooperative, wow. which I know that was uh, that would be an up. Uh, a benefit for you guys because I yeah. thought you thought Destinies was a little like you wanted to maybe work together. I would love as to have stories. worked together. Yeah. So you're working together as um, people solving a murder, whereas the Chronicles of Crime part. And I don't know what the second scenario looks like. I'm assuming maybe there's another murder or this one continues, but I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, maybe it's like a serial killer. I don't know if it's Dexter or something. I have no idea. <laughs> Ooh, that'd but be cool. <laughs> there's there's a murder that happens and it's set in 1980s New Orleans. Nolans. Really? Oh. 1980s Nolans. Yeah. Okay. 1980s Nolans. And it's a little bit of uh, like fanatical fantasy something okay um where uh it's like full of dark magic and voodoo shit and all that kind of stuff right yeah so one of like devin's character that she played she has like this kind of like arcane sort of power so she can like sense things and feel things and do some kind of stuff to it right um the really the the biggest thing yeah (laughs) the biggest thing that this kind of um that this adds to chronicles of crime and destinies so which you've heard about us talk about at nauseam probably but nice the uh, the biggest attraction is that there is character development from scenario to scenario. Ooh. And characters evolve and change throughout the entire five-game scenario. Really? And possibly, I don't know if they're going to do more or whatever. Mm-hmm. So decisions that you make in in the first gameplay changes your abilities, changes what you interact with in the next game even. Not so even does, just the later scenario, but the next game. So Does that mean you might want to play it again to see what different thread you follow i think you could i don't know because you might you know where all the other stuff is so here's the way that the first scenario went was there sort of two paths that Devin and i were both sort of taking we were both trying to figure out who this murderer was what was going on there sure and then there is this like almost side quests or like side plots okay that your character is going on so for example this and this is I'm, I'm allowed to say that someone dies in the first thing, okay? Okay. My character finds out something about this death that relates to his life. Oh. So then I could, I like, I can go on this journey of going back to like my old house and look at stuff. And then while I do that, there is this thing they call the pivotal choice. And okay. it says in the app, it's like, you will have 45 seconds to make a decision. So when you're ready, <laughs> push the button. And then it gives you like almost a new state of mind or a mentality or actions like, this is what my character wants to do next. So this is the mentality that this person is going to be having through the rest of the game. Okay. Um, hmm, interesting. I know. Yeah, I like and that. and that changed. I think that was pretty cool. So that was like the two ways that you're sort of going in the game. I forgot your question. Oh, um, do you want to play it? It was like because you said you like, like yeah, it changes you'd things. Know the entire one path, and you'd know most of the other one. Okay. I don't think it I would, would play it again. Okay. But I think if this game's successful, they'll keep kind of that that thing going. Yeah. I think the story so far is really rich. It's fun. Um. Devin also mentioned, I was like, Devin, what did you think of it? She was like, it was really fun. I liked that it was adult. It was like mature content. Oh, yeah. So like the body is like mangled. They say like fuck and they say shit and they say stuff in the app. 
Like, so it is like adult themed. It's not as, I'm not saying Chronicles of Crime is, is childish, but it's not adult themed. Right. So there's a little bit of darker in it because if it wasn't, would I just want to play Chronicles, <laughs> right? Or would I yeah. just want to play Destinies? Yeah. So this kind of elevating it into probably like, I don't know what they're going to put on the box is the, the, um, the age, the age limit, but there's some like mature things that are going on, which I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. this is like adult game night. Let's go. Right. Um, <laughs> right. I would say that I want to play the other ones. Like we were done. I was like, I want to play the other ones. Like, yeah, I want to, I want to keep cool. going. And you don't think just because you're, you technically like these games, like it was, it was stood on its own. It wasn't yeah. just like, this is another game that's similar to these other games I really like, so I want to play more. Yeah, I think it stood on its own in comparison to those two, but you have to like those two. It's not going to stand on its own if you didn't like the other ones. It's not right. going to like, do something totally different yes, that's going to change your It's mind. combining yeah. a lot of their things and then adding this element of this, these plot, these plot hole, pivotal choices and these side plots and your character's abilities go from one to another. So as you're unlocking abilities and getting experience, that carries on to scenario two, which mm-hmm. that never happens in any of the other games. Yeah. So there's a little bit of legacy feel, but you don't, it doesn't force you to play with the same group. Mm-hmm. Um, just the characters should be there. Yeah. Um, gotcha. Absolutely. I would say one of the biggest, uh, mm-hmm. I would say one of the biggest things that I would say to do is to play this game on a computer or like on a big tablet or something. So everyone can sort of experience what's happening on the app. Yeah. And you put it on the TV? I didn't because the app was just on my phone. Got it. I couldn't download it. I could download it on my one device. So I had it on my one device. I I was doing most of the reading. In Destinies, it doesn't bother me too much because it's competitive and you're passing it and people are actually making the decisions. But I think when you're working cooperatively, you're going to talk about stuff. What should we ask this person? What should we do? But can you get it on Um, Steam? Uh, I believe at some point you'll be able to get it on Oh, Destiny's you can get. You can get on Steam, right? I think so because Ben and M played it. Yeah, on they played it on their. So there's. Yeah, their they're going to have something that you can be able to put computer. it somewhere. You yeah, kind of when it's actually at. like out. Yeah, yeah like when, when it we comes played out, Mansions right. of Madness, that was fun to see. Hell yeah, that was the best yeah. thing and, ever to put on the TV. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and the game works like the 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 game part of it, right? The dice rolling and the different skills. That's exactly the same as Destiny's. You're rolling dice. What a lot of that ends up doing is instead of skill checks, it'll give you that's how many questions you can ask the suspect. Oh, okay. Um. But sometimes there's like, and then you can like punch somebody and then it's like test your fighting. Right? So it's kind of like um, Destiny's, ow. but like a crime. Yeah. Theme. It's like, yeah, it's right. He said like Chronicles of Crime yeah. and Destiny's like, yeah. smushed together. So I, I really liked it, but I again like the other one. So take whatever my opinion is. With, I don't with know. That. Do many people not like those? I wonder if they're I out there. I think the people who don't like there. it are the ones that don't, don't like the app based game. Right. Or fun. I know the McMeeples don't <laughs> like, I know Sam doesn't like Destiny's. I think he was just underwhelmed with the story. Um, and I maybe see. wanted more of a game. Yeah, I enjoy the experience of that story. Yeah, like, I like making the decisions in the story. You know, reading it weird. That's, I think that's maybe just how and that's we, atypical for us. We don't typically yeah. love story narrative in games. I know. You know? I think it's just that this this type right. of game. I, yeah. I get into the story of it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So that is Destiny: Sea of Sand and the Dark Quarter, which is coming to Kickstarter on April twelfth. Uh, I don't know what kind of stuff they're unlocking, but Lucky Duck always does great stuff with their Kickstarter, and it's. Knock on wood, usually done on time. That's so um, cool. I can't wait for that. I, I, want, I want it. Yeah. All right. So the next game. For us, uh, every single episode, we've been doing this for the last maybe 10 episodes or so. We kind of play a game. I don't know why I said kind of. We play a game <laughs> yeah. before the show starts. We do. And this time, Jeff brought over a game by 25th Century Games called Bukake. It's called... Co- <laughs> it's- Stop it! <laughs> no, it's not. It's not called... <laughs> it's called, Hey, That's My Bukake. Yeah. Sorry, Chad. <laughs> Sorry for any parents listening whose hey, kids like, bukake. what's a Bukake? No one knows what Bukake no, hey, means. Google it. Google it, kids. <laughs> oh, 
right, this game is called Kohaku. Um, <laughs> it's about it's. Okay, I gotta I gotta reel it in. It's about cute koi little pond. fishes in a koi pond, and um, it's a tile laying game. <laughs> I, gotta stop. I can't get that out of my head. Okay, so this is a tile laying game called Kohaku uh, by 25th Century Games, and what you're doing in this game is you are uh, drafting tiles from the central board and trying to get the most points by playing koi fish, like tiles that have koi fish on them, um, adjacent to lily pad tiles that will score you points at the end of the game. And these lily pad tiles score points in a bunch of different ways. Like, for instance, there are four colors of fish. There's black, yellow, white, and red. And there are these lily pad tiles that, for instance, might have like a, like a flower on it that's red. And if you put red fish next to the red tile, you're going to score points for every uh, red fish that's next to the red tile. And there's stuff like that for every color. There are other scoring tiles that are basically like um, if you have, you know, this color fish in a, in a row or in a column, you'll score points that way. There's other little cool little artwork things on the tiles, the fish tiles, like dragonflies, dragonflies or like little tiny fish. And they're scoring tiles that will score you points uh, for those. So it's a, it's a it's very, very standard kind of um, tile laying and, you know. Yeah, it's like a city building, but it's Point scoring, yeah. yeah, but you're building out a koi pond. Um, with the with the caveat that you cannot have two koi fish touching each other uh, adjacently or two scoring tiles touching each other adjacently. Other than that, you can play your tiles wherever you want to on your koi pond, which is really awesome, I think. Um, what I like about this game a lot is I really I, I've found over the years that I really enjoy games where you have no idea how your impo- opponents are doing throughout the game. It, it takes a lot of the pressure off, so you can just concentrate on what you're doing. And this game does that. So in in this game, uh, basically you just go in turns until the stack of fish tiles runs out. At that, at which point you evaluate uh, your koi pond and whoever has the most points wins. And you have no you have no idea how your opponents are doing. And that is fun for me because I think if I was constantly looking at what Jeff and Natalie were doing on their koi pond, it would really lock me up and make yeah. the game that really should probably not take longer than a half hour take a long time Mm -hmm. and so i really enjoy concentrating and on my own pond and trying to figure out how best to arrange these tiles uh this is an example of a what's it called of a tactical kind of a game that i really enjoy when it's your turn like jeff just took a couple tiles on his turn which changed the board for me a little bit i have to pick tiles from that board that are adjacent to each other two tiles and one has to be a scoring tile and one has to be a fish. And so knowing that, you're restricted. You can only take a certain number of there's only a couple different a certain number of combinations of tiles you can take. And so I really enjoyed figuring that out with what I already have in my pond. Okay, I got this frog scoring tile that scores points for dragonflies around it. I also have this red a uh, flower scoring tile that's kind of close to that that scores points for red fish. Oh, there's a red fish out there that also has a bunch of dragonflies. If I can get that red fish and put it right here, I'll score points for both of those tiles. And that's fun to look at. Mm-hmm. Everyone's making those decisions. So the reason I like the fact that you're not knowing what everyone else is doing is because there's not opportunities for someone to score 40 points on a turn yeah. that you just don't see. And then you get surprised and screwed. Everyone's doing the same relatively the same type of thing you're probably not going to have giant swings in this game of points everyone's probably going to be within 10 to to 15 points of each other is my guess because 
you're pretty much taking turns that, you know, they give you five, six points, four points, three, you know, it's between like two and 10 points are what tiles can really give you. Um, and I just really, really enjoyed it more than I thought I would. We saw, we were demoed of this. Chris, the charity board gamer showed Natalie and I a demo of this at Gen Con. And I remember thinking like, okay, this looks kind of cool, but there was that thought of, you know, this doesn't do anything different. And it doesn't, it doesn't really do. You're not going to get this game and be like, wow, this is mind blowing. Right. It's the same old fare that you're used to, but that is fine if the game is good Mm -hmm. and this game is good. There's room for this game. Uh, It definitely in someone's catalog, uh, even though it does similar things to games you probably already have. Yeah. Uh, and I just really thought it was nice. I liked it a lot. I thought the artwork on the tiles was really cool. Um, I really, the the component quality was fine. It wasn't like anything to write home about, but it was fine for a game like you want. It goes quick. Um, and like I said, there's the AP is very low because you're just looking at yourself, which I really like that. I really like a game where I can just kind of concentrate on what I'm doing. Certainly there's a little interactiveness because you're hoping maybe that your opponent that's taking tiles right in front of you doesn't take those tiles that you want or one of those tiles you want. And so that can create a little bit of interactiveness. But other than that, I really like the multiplayer solitaire about this game. Uh, if you don't like that, this that could be an issue. If you do, you're going to like this one a lot. That's my thoughts. Uh, we go clockwise. Natalie, what's your, what's your opinion? <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's <was> my line. <laughs> yeah, I like this game too. Um, it's funny. I agree that it doesn't do anything different. I feel like I've played games like this before. Jeff compared it to like Overboss, which I really like. But I think that's why I liked it, though. I like games like that. And just because it doesn't do anything different doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it because I like those kind of games. And I was even thinking, I was kind of comparing it to the other games we talked about earlier. La 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 Land. La La La. La La La. That's not my games. La La La. La La Land and Meadow. And I was like, well, you know, like, why do I like this better? And I think, well, part of it, like, especially related to meadow um that game has the random (laughs) i know that game has like the randomness where like you can't you're it's it doesn't have the thing like kohaku that was called bukake i I keep wanting to like say koi (laughs) don't be koi koi. call bukake (laughs) (laughs) um so like koi koi (laughs) bukake (laughs) i don't know why you're not saying it right yeah that's my bukake (laughs) Like you said, you you look at what you, the options are, you look at what you have and you try to figure out like what you want to pick that you think is the best thing. You always can do something. It's just what always. do you think is the best option for you based on what you can pick from where in Meadow, I feel like you can't necessarily always do something or something is out there that you need, like that you need, something that you need is not out there or, you know, it's just more random and, and, um. And uh, restrictive, I guess. Mm-hmm. We're like, this is just is just simpler. And and in general, I like the types of games where you lay tiles, and you pick tiles, lay tiles, and just try to get like the most points and arrange them, you know, in the best way that you can. And like you said, you're kind of just like focusing on your own. Um, and there's not many points of frustration here, which I think is is important to yeah, note. Yeah, there's nothing really to get frustrated about. Yeah, there's always something you can do, and it always kind of feels satisfying. Yeah, My, every turn I had, there point. there was no turns I had where I was like, well, I can't really, ugh, this gets me nothing. Right. Like, and That didn't I, really ever happen. I was kind of like, oh, if I take that, that helps me over here. And that one will just give me five points. Or I could just take the, oh, okay. Right. There was always something to do in a way that felt good. Mm-hmm. And not just like, 
well, this just gives me three points and that gets me three points. So what does it matter? You know, it yeah. felt it always felt like you were like able to see what was the best thing to do for you mm-hmm. every turn. Right. Yeah. So cool. I liked it too. I think I liked it better than better Lama than me. Land and <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I liked it better than you. <laughs> you might have. I definitely liked and it better it than Lava Land like and Meadow. It was like the simple it was simpler I think than those two, but I still liked it better because it was just didn't have the negatives there was nothing really negative about it and sometimes when they're that light it's good it's okay to be it's okay to be right. simple like and we there are yeah there's nothing wrong with simple like, games i know? love simple games yeah for sure yeah i didn't i didn't actually say a negative the only negative like? i could think of right now would be that it doesn't really ascend to like wow status yeah it's good it's a good it's a good game i would think personally i think it's probably a little better than good not great uh it's there's like some nebulous in between those where it's like yeah this is a this is a good game yeah. i would i would play this again but it's also not like you're not going to play this and be like this is my favorite game right yeah. i almost could this is my new favorite like, like it's game. wants to be i almost consider it like a filler game or maybe like slightly above a filler game. yeah it's like filler yeah i think it's a filler game for sure yeah. and i liked so I, most of my talking points are gone um i like the <laughs> tiles moved and like you said it was like Sorry, every time it was your turn it it felt like fresh, like, ooh, new tiles. Mm-hmm. Like, I looked at the board with Ryan's, and I'm like, which one would I do? And then Natalie took a turn, and I was like, ooh, new tiles are out. Yeah. Because not only are new tiles out, then the t- the board shifts itself. The tiles actually right. move. So in a game like Overboss, when you take a pair, just a new pair comes out. Right. This one actually spot. changes the orientation of the which board. Which can matter. Which matters a lot. That yeah. happened in yeah. one so instance. Like you took a tile, different. and I was like, no, you moved. These were next to each other, yeah. and now they're not. Now like, ah. Well, because of that, like, if there's, like, one tile that's, like, not getting picked, like, it could be moving around the board, and so it gets next to a tile that works with it, and it gets picked, but, like, in the overboss scenario, that might just stay there the whole yeah, time. Yeah, or for, yeah, lots of turns, like, oh, I'm just going to keep taking the new one over. Right, right, yeah. So I really like that. That allowed for a lot of, like changes every turn which again made that tactical yeah, thing that was cool that um you were talking about i like that you had to take two of the tile you had to take had to take a fish and you had to take a scoring mm-hmm. which made you decide like which is more important or but you never felt stuck you never felt like oh shit i'm only getting five points for this right but like right. oh i need that yellow koi because that's perfect right here and i'll take maybe a little less scoring tile or it's like i need that scoring tile yeah. and i gotta take a koi that maybe isn't the best mm-hmm. but i like making those decisions i thought the building the pond was just fun i like that there was no borders that's what yeah. i really like you about get any shape you want yeah i like that's what i really liked about um between two castles instead of between two cities is that castles you can build in however weird direction you want yeah uh this i like that you can build it however i like we, that too a lot yeah. all three of us kind of were like close to a shape but then with like, yeah with like a leg or a little arm sticking out of it. Yeah, yeah a little growth but you kind of want it to sort of be like square ish right but there's there's a ways to, and, and beneficial ways to to stick things out in the to other areas and yeah, little offshoots. great right um i what was i gonna say oh the only thing i thought was annoying was probably the scoring at the end um it could be a little tedious, but that's in every single one of those types of games. Mm-hmm. Every game that I've played that's like that, if you're not, if you're keeping score at the end, you have to go through and look at every single time, right. yeah. and you have to see what's what scores and how it scores. Yeah. But Five points not, for this, six points for that, yeah. four points for this, yeah. six points. It for that. wasn't yeah, it's bad, like right? Because you're you're going through, you know, we got twenty four tiles. We're going through twelve scoring tiles. That's not bad, right. and it, it'll pick up. I also think that like we didn't have to. I don't know. Did we ever ask like how does that score again? Maybe once at the beginning. But it was very intuitive. We knew what the icons were. There was never there was this player aid card that if you did have a question, look at the player aid card. And mm-hmm. you just quickly and look and be like, how, oh yeah, it's this. Like, I say this no all the fucking deal. time. Make <laughs> a player aid. Yeah. 
Like, right. That's so simple. It's never a bad idea like ever. Yeah. I've never looked at one and been like, why the fuck did they dumb. give me this? This is so easy. Like, if it's easy, just don't use it. Yeah. But right. give it to me. And it and can't, I mean, what does this play up to four? Yeah. So that's four little tiny cards that you printed? Like, that's it's it. no big deal. It's nothing. So there is a, I want to just quickly talk about the Sundial expansion. So there is an expansion for this game you can add in. Ups the difficulty a little bit, the complexity. There's hidden objectives, which is, again, nothing new. Um, and then this other thing is the Sundial, uh, where you have a Sundial and you have four cards placed around the Sundial. And then each of those cards tells you how you're going to score on that direction of your board. So it'll say, like, if you have red koi on the eastern part of your board, uh-huh. you're going to get extra points for that. So you mm. kind of want to orient your board not only to get the best points on the actual koi pond itself, but also to kind of match with the the sundial. So it's a kind of a cool way to to kind of bump it up from maybe you know, a, a light game to the filler to the filler plus. Yeah. Yep. I also think this game can be played with kids, like... Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. Like, and <clears throat> totally. With or without the expansion, you could just throw. You could camera Alexa oh, and play this game yeah. super yeah, easy. Hundred uh, percent. It's a cool. You know, if, if kids don't like building, like, oh, if you're next to town hall, you get that. These are fish. They yeah. look cool. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a frog in there. They do turtle, look cool. Right. right? They yep. look cool. Yep. Yeah. So it, it's a it's a winner. It'll stay around. I think my students will like it too. I'll bring it um, to school probably next uh, board game club. But it's so it's it got a second edition printing. So I think it. Uh, it was like Gold Seal Games printed it, and then it went out of mm. print. 25th Century picked it up, mm. um, teamed up with them, put out a second edition printing. So you can go to 25th Century, you can get it there, you can get it obviously everywhere now. But yeah. um, the Sundial expansion is something you could just add on pretty quick too. It's a good one. I liked it. Yeah, I, I was pleasantly too. surprised with that. Yeah, so that too. is Bukake by 2069th Century Games. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Enjoy the last 25th Century game that we're ever gonna get. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'd like to talk to you all for a moment about the Gateway Board Gaming Network, which you can find at www.thegatewaynetwork.com and the Gateway Network on Instagram. The sole purpose of the network is to help new or up-and-coming content creators grow by shouting each other out. If you go to the Gateway Network website, you will find other amazing content creators who are trying to grow as well. They are all amazing people who produce fantastic content. It's very exciting, due also in large part to the merch store there. Yes, we've got a merch store, which you can find at www.thegatewaynetwork.com forward slash store. There you can find so many amazing items from a large portion of our members. Whatever kind of content you're looking for, the Gateway will have it. If you're a newer board game content creator and you're looking for a way to grow your content, please consider heading over to thegatewaynetwork.com to learn more. If you're looking to support the show, maybe consider flushing your money down the GameCaster's toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast which you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you so much for your support, guys. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that blank, that Jeff's had his eye on, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Gamecasters to help out. The Gamecasters Twitch account has relaunched and we're live every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday night streaming board game and video game content and having a blast talking to all of you. If you just simply can't get enough Gamecasters in your day, please consider heading on over to twitch.tv forward slash Gamecasters and give us a follow and maybe a sub. I have the best time streaming for everyone and it's just a super fun place to unwind after a long day and watch someone who is trash at games play games. Come hang out and engage with me in a way you never thought you had to before, but I'm sorry you do twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters 
Possibly the best way to interact with all of us, though, is via our Discord server. If you go to the Gamecasters Instagram page, you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our server. It's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis, as well as meet a bunch of like-minded, awesome people. So check out our Discord server. Okay, okay. It's now time for Daddy Jeff to take over. Okay, Daddy Jeff doesn't sound right. It's now time for Jeff Daddy, the newly minted father of two. It's now time for Jeff the Sperminator, the Impregnator, the Devon Slayer, to tell us all about what's going on with you guys in this episode's Instagram Inboxer. And now it's time for the Instagram Inbox with the Mad Board Gamer. Welcome to the Instagram Inbox. I'm back. It's me, the the sperminator, the mad board sperminator, <laughs> the mad <Jeff>. sperminator, <laughs> the dad board gamer, the Devon Slayer, <laughs> the dad gamer, <laughs> the dad gamer. So the dad board gamer. It's dad been a month gamer. since we've recorded. So now we're back, and I'm back with an inbox. And I asked a question. I just wanted people to fill in the blank. Yeah, fill in the blank. Okay. Easy. When I get home after a long day's work, there's nothing I like more than doing blank. Blank. With those. I love the most. Blank. Blank. So basically, blank. You, you have a hard day at work, you go home. What do you guys like doing? What yeah. Do you do? I like to bukake. Bukake. I think. Yep. Doesn't that require After more than one? Long day's work. Doesn't yeah, require, but, but it's, can, it's definitely. It's, just, like, it's like he's definitely. Other yeah, people over. It's definitely like you want to, but it's not required. Yeah, not required. You know? I like to. You have a big face. I guess. Blank <laughs> oh with the ones God. you love. You have a big face. Did you not hear that? Ryan. Listen here, horse face. You have a big face. <laughs> I just meant there's a lot of real estate for if it's just you <laughs> that I can. <laughs> Holy moly. What did you say you like to do, sweetie? Sweetie pie? Sweetheart? Oh boy. We'll Honey be right dear? <laughs> I like to slice my husband with a poop knife (laughs) (laughs) take you down (laughs) okay so here's um, what people do to kind of chill out to relax emotional cyborg just likes eating cookies okay so when janelle gets home just enjoy some cookies enjoy she also says ice cream enjoy some popcorn so basically just revolves around snacking yeah yep snacking's good i'm i'm with miss french toast on her answer um likes uh, doing just napping, just like snapping, Ooh. going home okay. and napping, going home and, with, with the people she with loves the most, she loves the most, which is her dog. Yeah, <laughs> with, with that Spanish Spangler. <laughs> yeah, the Spangler. Uh, <laughs> Devin and I, who are um starting a, on a diet, we are we both love drinking Slurpees, which we're not doing. Um, you don't for a drink while. Slurpees. I don't drink Slurpees, so that's a that's a great thing. Just Slurpees are really good. Yeah, yeah. we had. A we should get a Slurpee today. Day. We did. I was like, God, I, I see why Jeff likes these. Yeah, you should. <laughs> uh, the charity board gamer uh, likes play a murder, play a game of murder. Oh, okay. Murder oh, game with yeah, people murder. he loves most. Yeah. So he, Wait, he loves the most once. I think we got Slurpees when we left Jeff's house. You inspired us. Oh, yes. Because I remember welcome. we left yep. your house and we're like, should we get one here, like closer to home? You're right. That's totally true. <laughs> yeah. All inspired by Jeff. Probably. You're welcome. Jeff the Slurpee Man Taylor. Yeah. Mason Pierce 08. When he gets home from a hard day's work, he likes to do some sex, drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> but actually, he says, but actually, literally nothing and vegging out. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's I, a good point. I get that. Yeah. yeah. Um, CP Wilson. When he gets home from hard day work, he likes snuggling and relaxing. And then he says, I got nothing funny. Sorry. So he says. Yeah. Snuggling is it. great with your loved ones. Bobo the GM says he likes to high five and hug. <laughs> high five and hug. <laughs> great. Hey, welcome home. Boop. Yeah. Boop. <laughs> All right. This is a good answer. This okay. is from JessFen54. Okay. JessFen. Hello. So I want to I want to read the whole thing so I get this right. Wow. When I get home, this is I want to fill yep, in the blank. For sure. Okay. When I get home after a long day's work, there's nothing I like doing more than he all he said was being with 
the ones I love most. So I'm like, okay, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, just existing there. Jim Gamer, when he gets home, he's like, so rub dirties. There we go. That's what we're rub dirties. Yep. Right. Um, right. Remind me, I have a, I have two that I need to read. I need to read Swoozles. Blimey. And I need to read the McMeeples. Okay. Got okay, it. So I'll, I'll remind you. Those. Okay. Um, dog-powered vehicle likes having dinner. <laughs> That's very like 1950s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I came home I and like, where is my I drive a dinner? Dodge Stratus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Main Street Meeple says absolutely freaking nothing. Yeah. That just With the best? Wally. Yeah. And she says, by that, I mean being lazy. I'm like, of course. Yeah. Like, just that's hanging out and doing I nothing. I say that like, yeah, damn right. But that's literally all I do all the time. I know. Doing Being's nothing lazy. with the people yeah. you love is awesome. It is. Like, Devin and I will watch TV and we'll just sit on the couch and we'll an entire show of something will go by and we'll be like, hey, like, yeah. you're over there? Yeah. Oh, hello. cool. Yeah. Hey, we're in the same You just house. like to be there. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to constantly you be, be talking. Right. You don't have to, yeah. Each all the time and answering questions all the time. Yeah, like, you don't have to. That's enough date night. You could just be. I'm just kidding. The That's poop knife's coming out again. That's Scarlet. I'm, yeah, I know. I'm just yeah. joking. All right. Swoozle said, after a long, exhausting day, my brain is usually fried, and I need some time to get back on track. Most of the time, I try to relax by watering the cats, drinking a new game, <laughs> petting a cold beer, making love to the plants, and unboxing and punching my girlfriend or something like that. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and then- Tongue punching? The last Whoa. one. Sorry. The last one is um, from the McMeebles. Okay. Said they enjoy playing games and proposing to Michaela. <gasps> that happened. Oh! The McMeebles are engaged. Oh, congratulations. I made sure that they didn't tell you. Ryan. <laughs> Man. Yep. I, I made sure they didn't tell oh, you. That's I, wow. Yeah, congratulations. Sam and Michaela. Damn. Samantha and Mickle. Mickle. Uh, <laughs> if I said that, who's the boy, who's the girl? Hmm. Sam, and Sam. Is the boy. boy Sam and know. girl Samuel Michaela. And yeah. Congratulations, guys. Wow, that's yeah. so great. I thought they were already married, I think. I know. I know. Well, remember we proposed I, to her a while ago. That's well, right. That's what happened. Her, yeah. His, him, her, whatever. Yeah, I called him, him her. Him, her. I got her. Him. Which one's the boy? His wife, and we we're like, I don't think they're married. I don't think married. they're married. <laughs> they so just they're, bang they're every now night. Getting married. So Sam told me that it was his strategy. They were playing Cerebria, and they got halfway through, and they like took a break, and then he proposed, and he was like, that was the way that I won. It's like I distracted her by proposing. Oh my Wait, God. so he proposed to her and then he beat her in the middle yeah. of the game. Huh? Yeah. So wow. congratulations, and I'm shout that out. That is them. so She's great. Like, I don't care. Look at my ring. Yeah. <laughs> can we can we be there when they consummate? I think they we should be. Okay. Can you we, fly? Let's let's fly to Massachusetts. Yeah. Where do they live? Are we doxing them? Yeah. Let's Somewhere fly in the East Coastish area, and we'll be there for prima nocta. Yeah, I expect to be invited <laughs> to the copulation. Yeah, and the wedding. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the after event. Yeah. After the, right. Yeah, I, I won't all We'll stand in the back and cheer for you. Yeah. Yay. I'm into that. When he achieves. That That's is it. so That's great. Congratulations, Michaela and Sam. That, but I'm, I wanted to... No, that's very good. That's very good. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, okay. So, we are going to take a turn. That was that was like such a nice, fluffy little yeah, fluffy. inbox. Good news. Let's destroy... Are we beating down meta? We've already beat down meta. Let's beat down another game. Natalie, tell Ooh. us what we have today in another installment of the board game Beat Down. On today's board game, Beatdown, I decided 
that we need to beat down a game called Welcome to. Oh, shit. Welcome to your beatdown. Beat beat down. Welcome to your beatdown. Yeah. Welcome to. This game is rated 7.6 on Board Game Geek and okay. is ranked number 138. Wow. Is that high, huh? Yeah. Damn. So I figured a lot of people like this game. Well, that was what? like the first like really popular flip and write game. Yeah. It yes. kind of popularized. I mean, I mean, it probably wasn't, but it popularized that. Yeah, and then it's flipping right genre, since. and now it just yeah, keep coming out with stuff. All these like maps things, and yeah. moons, right? And Vegas Welcome and... to the jungle. Yeah. Welcome to. They the jungle. They find games there. Yeah, yeah. They got anything you want? Anything? Honey, all right, we know the let's name. see what people yep. think about Quacking this game. People that you need. <laughs> 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 right, welcome, uh, to. welcome to Altima Ratio. Altima Ratio. Ratio. It's a solitaire. Push your luck. Why not just play Colorado or Diamant? So ink and gold. That's ink and gold. I, I, when I when I played Welcome Two for the first time, I was like, "Why am I not just playing ink, ink and, and gold? gold?" That is. Really? Why am I no? That's like the. Why weirdest, am I not just playing Coloretto? <laughs> that's like the weirdest comparison I've ever yeah. heard. Why am I not just you playing Coloretto in and instead of this flip and write game where I'm not pushing my luck, I'm just picking Against one of those yeah. things. Why am I not playing that? Why yeah. am I you're not trying to just collect little gems? I oftentimes think, one time I was playing Terra Mystica and I was like, "Why am I not just playing monikers?" Yeah, well, I don't. Know. Um, <laughs> like, this is like, what a fucking yeah. stupid ass. That's a write. terrible comparison. Idiot. Arcuball <laughs> um, says... Arcuballs. <laughs> a glorified exercise in accounting doesn't even satisfy as a roll and write as it doesn't it's not a use dice. Sorry. Ugh. It's not it's a roll and write, right. It's a flip and write, idiot. I know. Dumbass. Um, but Stupid also, dumbass. like, we, we played Hadrian's Wall last night and we were, Ryan called it Spreadsheet the Game. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, if you're going to play a game like that, you got to kind of know it's going to be a... And I love it. You're going to get a counting feel, apparently, which is not anything like accounting you're just writing stuff and checking boxes but i think people, people don't know think. what accounting people is. any idea when they have to like calculate something that it's math yep. and it's math job. boring it's work it's hilarious because like, accounting is not even math it's just like never mind i'm not going to even go right. into that books. it's just bukkakes <laughs> what if you bukkake what if you when you bukkake you bukkake out poop knives <laughs> what <laughs> Where would it come from? <laughs> and why? From your thing. Ow. From my thing. That sounds like a lot of infection. <laughs> oh, from my man. thing. It burns. <laughs> Ow. All right, let's hear what the swole nerd says. All right, swole oh, nerd. Swole oh, nerd. He says, boring. Okay. <laughs> Emma Pereira says. <laughs> Emma Pereira. I don't know why I bought this. I have more fun doing crosswords. That the game scales between one to a hundred players is indicative of the multiplayer solitaire nature of the game. And if I'm going to play solo, there are far better Crossword games puzzles. to do that with. Hello. Um, why, why did she write what? or he That's like a the game. first sentence of that? I, I, know, I, why? I don't know why I bought this. I like crossword puzzles. What the fuck? <laughs> right. How is comparable. this anything like a crossword I no puzzle? Yeah. I don't know why I bought this, you guys. I like crossword puzzles. I, it's just really a crossword puzzle, so I thought All this right. would be the same. I was going to play Terraforming Mars, and I was like, well, I like word scrambles, so yeah, why did I even buy this? Are you ready for this one? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm going to read the first half. <laughs> I can read the second half, too. This person's oh, going gosh. on a rant. Oh, this stupid oh, fucking no. idiot already. I don't even really particularly like Welcome To, and I, I hate this guy. But, but idiots. Right. already idiots hate this guy. Ready? Yeah. C. Farrell says, okay, so. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, great. Neckbearded fuck. Yeah. If you aren't offended by games based on white supremacy and racist land use policy, which I would argue you should be, Wait. then I'd rate this about a five. 
I've been playing it a bit, unfortunately, because a lack of better choices. It's online and it takes six players and is short and it does not seem to offend people the way it should. But there just is not very much game here. Take It Easy is the game in this genre that you want. Or Take It Higher, the Kinesia remake. While I'm not a huge Ganshan Clever fan, it's a little better than this. A little bit. And and obviously not racist, so I'd take that. Racist. Do you want to hear why? He thinks, Aren't you designing yeah. neighborhoods in like the fifties okay. or something? Isn't that like the so? Theme? Then he goes into well, the more suburbs about in the fifties are super racist. So I, I get mean, that. yeah, but so, so he rated us a two. He says my two is a little harsh. The game is fine, but nothing special. It's an average roll and write. What deeply offends me is the setting. This is set in a period of brutal housing segregation in the U.S. in which you build enclaves of white privilege and keep out all the African-Americans and Mexicans. This period of history when white people use their social power to ruthlessly ruthlessly oppress minorities in the U.S., blocking African-Americans and Mexican-Americans in California from getting access to education, housing, business capital, etc., while using the government to massively subsidize their own education, housing, wealth, businesses, is a particularly evil period in the history of a country whose Whoa. history includes slavery and genocide. Whoa. For God's sake, these suburbs were built on GI Bill benefits, which you could get if you were white, even if you served in a desk job stateside, while actual combat veterans who were black, Hispanic, <laughs> or Asian were denied. Combat veterans in units which outperformed and suffered more casualties than white units so i'm not going to play this fucking game again Whoa. if i can help it imagine you're the designer okay. of welcome to what you and you're like i think i want to so design a game here's what I think. how about i put it in the 50s and then in like a neighborhood my parents grew up in okay that's cool and then someone writes that I and you're know. like oh, oh everything he said is not wrong he's not wrong nothing but, he said was wrong about the 1950s and neighborhoods but man i did not i didn't you don't feel that when you're playing the game and maybe he does Maybe. You know, different what? How could but... you? I don't understand that. That drives me. How the fuck could you play Welcome to and feel right? Ra- and I don't. I don't understand. Like I don't understand racist. it. Again, I won't say yeah. it's wrong either. But I don't understand how you can find offense in that. Right. This game doesn't do. Aren't the, aren't the pads of paper? It's just like it's, it's not. Like, it's, it's not just, just like full of white people, it's right? Just it's just houses and stuff. Right. How are you getting the? Does like does the rule book for Welcome to go into all this like gentrification of the fifties neighborhoods no. and stuff like that? Like what know. the? F- yeah, it's like you might be offended by the setting, but I don't think the gameplay like. Well, you're not really feeling that. Says that that what he's talking I mean, about is not. Come my through. parents, you know, my parents grew up. I mean, all of our parents grew up mm-hmm. around that time. If I wanted to make a game about that, that makes me racist now. Because like according to this guy, like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Ugh. All right. I next. know. I was like, I was like, what? That's yeah. Everyone else is like normal stuff. That was like, oh, that's okay. that's ridiculous. Is what that? That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's just a game, bro. Well, I mean, okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to explain stuff. So, explain some game that is, you know, clearly well, over the line and ra- using racist have, like, stuff, stuff by saying like, it's just I a get game. Being offended yeah. by that, that was a terrible. This is like. We're building yeah. homes in the 50s. That doesn't mean that, okay, by doing that, we're yeah. oppressing all these people, and that's what this game's about. Right. Or we're reminding you that there was all this oppression going on. Come the fuck on. Right. Jeez, Lou. Anyways, all right, next. Ray Hughes says, boring theme and gameplay. Boring, boring, boring. Next, a game about washing up. So apparently... What? What? Washing up? You know. What does that mean? I think washing up just means like, I don't know, washing yourself. 
This is the game's not about watching yourself. yourself. This is a game about building houses in the No, 50s. he's like basically saying like like what a boring theme. What's next? A game about like oh, oh, oh. what? Oh, okay. All right. Well, that, I mean, I I can't argue with that one. I guess if yeah. you don't like the theme. Um, Madcap Martini says Ooh, we've heard this before. All of the worst things about roll slash flipping right games, then add ten more worst things. <laughs> <laughs> what are they? I want to know what they are. Yeah, talk <laughs> about them. List them. <laughs> what are these? What are these worst things? You didn't say. Um, I'm not even going to say this one. It's like S. It's just like a bunch of letters pushed okay. together. That don't make yeah. sense. I would like you to try to pronounce it. Yeah. Okay. Ask Ask of Ask of Ask of with. Okay. So we're going to go with that. Okay. Don't like the player pencil and paper genre because cheating and honest mistakes are likely, and it's not feasible to check what your opponents are doing. This one's busier than most. Ooh. Okay. So wow. they're basically clearly worried about people cheating <laughs> probably on accident but still uh, okay yeah that's your problem with the game zero torah says Just bored to death by it chromatost says <laughs> chromatost <laughs> more like malcolm to like meh sorry maybe i should say that different more like meh will come to <laughs> what <laughs> that's one that works well in writing but doesn't yeah. really work right, well right. to say it <laughs> multiplayer solitaire I point like that salad which are very much not my jam i prefer the simplicity of quinto which also has a touch of player interaction so uh, a comment like that is a i feel like okay that's a i'm fine it's with that good, comment i'm fine with that right you just don't like the game you're like you know what this wasn't for me at all i didn't like this style of game that what can you say about that that's, right, that's exactly. good uh Clint TV says, for a solitaire game, it's nice. Too bad I don't like solo games at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too bad. It's good. This is a good bad. game that I do not like. Yeah, yeah. I don't like those kinds, but it's good. Uh, Tara Galina says, a more Tara annoying Galina. version of Yahtzee. Yep. Again, um, these comparisons are poor. They're so bad. Yeah. Sometimes Yahtzee? I see them when they're like, I'm like, okay, make comparison from this to that. Okay. But. These How are is it bad. anything like Yahtzee? Yeah, there's not even dice in it, right? Yahtzee, no. crossword puzzles. Yahtzee right. is about... Ink and gold. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> these, these are, are bad. Right. Bad. Colorado? Right. Like, what are you people doing? Uh, the last one from Hazard says, when you play Roll and Rights, you should accept that you become one of those old geezers playing bingo, except you don't get to stand up at the end and yell bingo, so it's not nearly as exciting. No, <laughs> 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 oh, In bingo, you have to do B10. In this game, it gives you three choices. Yeah, you want true. To B10, true. I13. Right. Oh, you do that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's right. There's way more your face. Than, than bing- Man, that's... In your face, bingo. Yowza. Oh, was that it? That was the that was That's the beatdown? Man, there's some... Beat how do you feel now, Welcome To? There's definitely some uh, some in there that I didn't horribly... I, I would say of other beatdowns where they're like so ridiculous. There was a couple in there. I was like, you know what? I Okay. Yeah. If that's how you feel about it, I mean, I, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> Although part of that is probably because Welcome To is not one of my favorite games. I don't right. really like you're Welcome To. I don't particularly like. Yeah, so it wasn't like, offending me at some all. Some of the games you like, you're like, yeah. what? If no, I like the game, I'm like, you stupid the idiot. Yeah. <laughs> the only one I would say stupid idiot to is the one the person that got that offended over it. Yeah, come on, man. All right, so that was the board game beatdown of Welcome To. In today's game of the episode, we're all going to take part. By playing the game, do you remember this one? First letter, last letter. In this game, oh, I will start by saying the name of a game, and then Natalie will go next and say a game, only the first letter of the game that she says must begin with the last letter of the game that I just said. We'll go round and round until we get bored, or there's just one of us left. Are you ready? 
Because here we go. Oh, oh God. <laughs> so fucking bad at this game. Yeah, it's so. okay. So the first letter I say has to be start with the last letter. You got it. So my game is Terra Mystica. Okay. So um, start, it ends with an ah, uh, so you got to start with an ah. Uh. Alma mater. Alma Ooh, mater. That's alma mater. an R. Nourishing mother. Yeah, you can mm. do it. An R. Look around. Feel free. I'm, I'm going to look around. Yeah, do what you want. What game starts with an R? You can do it, Jeff. How about role player? Oh, role player. No, I got to come up with an R one. Okay. How about Ren's Ron Rubber? <laughs> yeah, you got it. You're up with another R. Uh, let's see. Okay, I can, I can do it. Um, an R game. Roll through the ages. Ooh, that's a S. 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 Pick an S. S. How about Sagrada? Ooh, an A. Oh, that's another A. Anomia. Sagradi, Sagrada. Another now a. I got to do an A. Ah. Um, how about Acroteri? I. I. That's your favorite. No, no, no. E or I. You said ooh, like an O. Oh. It's I, like an I. Um, how about <laughs> ice cool? Ooh. Oh, I think I thought you were going to go with Istanbul. Is oh. what I thought oh. you were going to say. Well, so either way, it ends with an L. L. That's true. How about um, Lorenzo El Magnifico? El Magnifico. So I have an O. Obsession. Obsession. Ooh. Nah. How about Nova Luna? Good one. Wrecked an A again? Oh, not sure. A. Are any more A games? Probably not. I don't think anymore. Yeah. No, there's zero. Alien Frontiers. All right. That's a good one. (laughs) So an S for me. There's definitely no S's. Have we done a list with S's? I feel like that might have been our first list that we had with with a letter. I'm just stalling, by the way. Um, (laughs) I I get it. Let's see. How about Savannah Park? Okay. How about Kanban? Wow, oh. you thought of that really fast. <laughs> yeah, and Night of the Ninja. Oh, another A. Shit. Oh, A's. oh I got one. Agility. Damn, that was my A. Oh, Damn, you had Why? that. Why? Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> no thanks. How about Yellow and Yanks? Shiza. Oh so my, what was that? E. With? E. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, E. Yeah, <laughs> I know what he's gonna say. Shit, it's gonna be back to E. El Dorado. Okay, okay, El Dorado. I thought you were gonna say Agizia, and I'm like, no, another oh. A. So El Dorado, okay, Onitama, A. Oh, you oh, A. All these A's you Just have. Just say agility again, we don't care. Um, I care, don't say it How about, um, <laughs> Arile? Oh, Arile, okay, an L. L, yep. Oh, man. Yeah, good um, call, it's right there, too, damn. Land versus sea. No! Oh, <laughs> um, Ooh, I got an A. <laughs> That's not gonna I'm help. Set. <laughs> You're set for what, the A? For if I get an A. If you get an A, but I have the A right now. How about? Uh, I'm just expecting something to come out. Oh, Ar- Argo. Is that what it's called? Argo's a game. Argo. R-G-O. Yeah, Argo. Oh. Mm-hmm. So O. So O. That's not the. Is that the Ben Affleck movie? <laughs> yeah. I, know, I was like, that movie. <laughs> Wait, is it called Argo? I'm pretty sure. It's, I think there's a game called Argo. Is it Argo or is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with Oath. 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 Oh, an H. An H. Um. Uh, nope, I don't count. Happy salmon. <laughs> All right, happy salmon. <laughs> Let's see. Then an N, then A. No, an N. An N, then N. Knit of a leer. Another R. Um, R, R, R. Aren't you glad I didn't say A? <laughs> You can't say raw and right. I know. I thought that was like, huh? <laughs> Come on, Natalie. Think of an R. You can do it. Race for the galaxy. Nice. So a Y. Why? Some more Y. Are there any more? Yeah, I can um, think of one. You think we did say one. yellow and something. Yellow right? and Yanks. We already said that. Natalie did. Yep. Y. 
Yinch. Yinch. Very good. So another H. Or is this our first? No, we had another H. He you had you H. didn't. H. What did you say for H last time? So I don't, I don't say the same word. I don't remember. Hi. Don't. Hi ho dare. Oh, you said happy salmon. Yeah. Right. Okay. I will say. Hov- Hoverboard. Harvest dice. Ooh. E. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say we. Um. How about. Um, Edo. Edo. Oh, Edo. So another. Oh, what the hell is Edo? We played Do with. I know that game. With Brian Beach. <laughs> um. Yeah. Edo. Oh. Oh. Canada. <laughs> we stand on guard. We gotta put a timer on. I'll give you ten minutes. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is there an O? What's probably? Oh. Oh, Captain, my Captain. Oh, it gotta be Oh, Captain, my Captain. That's gotta be one. I don't know any freaking O games. Origins. Oh, okay. Origins first builders. Okay, so oh damn it, S. Either way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will then for an S say Sorcerer's City. So another Y. Mm. You son of a B. What do you mean? No, what you did I even son do? Of a B. Yeah. <laughs> y. Son of a huh? Y. Mm-hmm. Um. That's cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have one for Y. I could just get. I'll, well, I'll use my. You can phone a friend and phone me. It's your okay. one. Um, man, I want to think of my own, but I can't. I have two for Y, actually. Mm-hmm. You do? Mm-hmm. Someone said Yinch already. Someone said Yinch. I did Someone. It. I did it. Well, one of you. <laughs> <laughs> and I said Yellow and Yangtze. Yep. Yep, you can do it. You can do it, girl. I got three for Y. Whoa. I don't have three for that Y. Happens. Can I phone a friend? Yes. You want to phone me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. Fuck you. No. <laughs> you could say Yispahan. Was that code or is that the game? You don't you, know Yispahan? You could, you could say it. You might not want to, but you're good. <laughs> it is one. Okay, Nat- I think Natalie's out. <gasps> Sorry. No! Sorry, babe. That's it. Babe? All done. You said I could pull a friend. I lied. Uh, N. Rude. N. Uh, Nobjects. <laughs> All right. Nobjects. <laughs> That's rude. You're out. Do you want to go? <laughs> you would not have. All right, Santorini. Ooh, that's an I. Yeah, that's Istanbul. No one said that. My turn. Just so Llama Land. You didn't say that I would be out. I phoned a friend. <laughs> we gotta cut it off somewhere, don't you think? We yeah. just did two hours. For a second, I yeah. forgot we're recording. I thought we were just like playing. Why would I you think that? <laughs> this is this is what the game casters is like. We just we just talk. Yeah. Um, what's my letter? Uh, or D. we just be done? I, yeah, we can be done. I said Lemon Land and I win. Oh. Are you Dungeon Pets. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a Z. Okay. That's um, the last letter of the alphabet. We can just be done there. We'll be done. Jeff wins. <laughs> Yay, Jeff! <laughs> so we all win. Hey. Apparently we all win except that. <laughs> 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 yeah! You tricked me. I didn't tr- <laughs> You got tricked. You got tricked. Who wants to be a millionaire when you phone do? a friend? You don't lose. For the top five <laughs> games of the episode tonight, we are going to be paying... Homage, homage to our uh, newly minted game caster, Mad Board Gamet, Millie Madigan. We're going to do Aww. top five games that start with the letter M. <laughs> that start with Millie. Yeah, start with the letter Millie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, games that start with Millie. So we're going to go Natalie, me, and end with Jeff oh, on first. this one. So you're going to go first, girl, because you were out first in the game. We're going to start <laughs> first with you. And if you want, you can phone a friend. If but you that, need but a knock game you. with an M, oh, that'll sorry. knock you. Sorry. Phoning a friend. <laughs> Never. Right. Why would you think you could phone a friend? 
reference. Because you said. I know, but I mean, I had to cut it off somewhere, sweetheart. Rude. I would have went on forever. <laughs> no, you couldn't get a Y. We're it's playing great this listening. later. What was the Y going to be? <laughs> you can't get one of them. It should be done, right? The other two Ys. Uh, Yggdrasil. Yggdrasil I had in my head a little bit. Yeah, and ya, uh, um, Yoko, Yokohama. Yokohama. Sister of the traveling Yaya pants. Yokohama. Oh, and Yamatai. That's another one. Look at all these Ys I got. You can't even do one. Yahtzee is another one. You can't even get one. All right, what's your number five? I said Yellow Yankee. That was one. I mean, after that. Okay, what's your number five? Number five is a game that has two M's called Micro Macro. Micro Macro. And it's super duper duper fun. Super duper duper fun. Super duper duper fun. That sounds great. I like that. All right, number five for me. Is a very this game is this game is magnificent. It's called the Magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed the Magnificent, and we got to play it again. And it starts with an M, and so it fits this list. And that's my number five. And that's how you get away with saying nothing for fifty words. Jeff, what about you? <laughs> Boom. My number five is a game called Ma, Max vs Minions. Ooh, my Max, Ooh, for, my Max, Max versus Minions. Minions. It's, it's a, a sequel. It's a <laughs> Max vs Minions is super cool. It's a gigantic box. It's just a massive game. Very it's cool. cool co op programming game that I don't hate because I hate robot rally rally robots yeah robo rally game called robo rally robo rally sucks try something different this time (laughs) robo rally sucks yeah fuck robo rally meanwhile i'm spinning around circles and people (laughs) who play against are like backing into the spot (laughs) well we were all worried about that at the beginning of mike next versus minutes you're like man this is gonna it's programming are we gonna like this man is it good i'm gonna have to switch stuff up because the first two games you guys have mentioned are in my top five me too i i swapped out the name or sorry what's your number four my number what was yours I didn't do number four. It's you, me, Jeff. Yeah. Magnificent. Oh, magnificent. yeah. Duh. Okay. Number yeah. four for me. I'm going to try that to any This is why you're word. out in the game, Same. Natalie. Is uh, medium. Medium. Good. Yeah. I like that one. We played that on the show a few times. Oh, yeah, it's fun. Right. Three, two, one, vagina. Yeah, uh, number vagina. four for me <laughs> is a game moments. that I, one of the two games that I compared uh, that Llama Land borrowed from, and it's Miyabi. Mm-hmm. I really, really like this game, and it's Miyabi. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's it called? It's called Miyabi. Yeah, okay, it starts with an really M. good. Miyabi. It's very good. My wife loves it. Ten out of ten. It's oh very good. God. It's really relaxing and fun. I love it. Jeff, what's your number four? My number four is a game that you're not going to say because you haven't played it. Called Merv. Merv, oh, right? Yeah. It's like Marv. Marv. Yeah. <laughs> like Marv. Um, That's fun. Merv is cool. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, Merv is cool. It. It's got you know you're moving around this board and you only take actions on certain columns and rows as you're moving around it. It's a really Ooh. cool mechanism. Um, I'm ex- actually excited to play that game again with really like four people. Uh, Devin didn't love it, but I really like the more I sit and think about it, which could be a lie, is that I'm like, I want to play that again. I want to play with four to see how that competition goes. Okay, yeah. um, Very but that's cool. pretty cool. And Merv, and that's something something Silk Road. I'm assuming Merv, the oh, Legend of the Silk Road, yeah, sounds uh, something like that. All right, Natalie, what's your number three? <laughs> My number three is Metro X. Awesome, a new flip and right game. Flip and right with a ray dry race. Yep, a ray dry race things. It's odd, like that's a game. It's a great one. Number three for me <laughs> is a game that is basically Terra Mystica, and it's called Monikers. Yeah, that's oh the same. God. Pretty much the same. <laughs> that's the wow, same you game. Put Monikers yeah. on same list? game. At number three. Well, I, I put it at number three. I didn't just stuff. put it on there. It's number three. Jeff, what is your number three? Hmm. I'm gonna do some. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta do some swapping. I also have an okay. Instagram top five I forgot about. Oh shit! I'll just read all those. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. I'll just read all those. We're not recording end. anyway, right? So okay, yeah. So what else does... <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna say my number three. Right? Am I doing three? Yeah. Number three. Merchants Cove. Oh, oh, we haven't played that. That's a cool game. <laughs> Both of our voices. Yeah. Oh, what about ten octaves up? Oh, we haven't played that. I forgot about that game. Wow, that's a good one. Oh my god. <laughs> that's a cool one because everybody's got like an asymmetrical sort of way to play that game. 
Yeah. So the, the stuff yeah, is the same, but then the way you're getting that stuff and selling that stuff is different depending on your character. So that's pretty cool. Totally. Yeah. Like, totally. Better than them like that. <clears throat> yeah. That's merchants, right. They play it a cove, lot. A cove full of merchants. All right, Natalie, what's your number oh, two? Right. I'm trying to talk as low as possible. Now. <laughs> My number two Adrian. is a game uh, that we bought twice, I think, and we still don't have. Oh, it's called Magic Maze. <laughs> Magic Mike. <laughs> Wait, we bought we bought Magic Maze. Tw- we did. You're right. Yeah. We bought it twice and it's gone again. Yeah. But <laughs> we I, bought it. We're like, okay, this is kind of fun. And then we played it a couple more times. We're like, nah, let's get rid of it. And, we, and then we were like, man, I kind of want that back. So we got it back. We played it again. We're like, nah, let's get rid of it. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I mean, so you bought it for $40. Sold it for $20. Bought it for $40. $20. Yeah, so we're only in the whole $60. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've always liked that game. <laughs> I mean, you could have just been in the whole $40. You just bought it one time and kept it. You could still have it and twenty extra dollars. I don't want it. It's not that like good. If somebody was like, here, it. take Magic Maze and twenty dollars. <laughs> that, that's why I told them to get seller. I don't want it. Yeah, you just have to buy it all back I don't want and it. lose a bunch of money. <laughs> Although it would, maybe we should try it with Frankie. <laughs> Let's get it again. Yeah. It was. It's, I've had some good. It was it, number like two Maze. for me is a game that was micro macro. <laughs> I like way. Magic Maze too. That was something <laughs> I could have said. Yeah, that's got the. Um, You're basically like we're not talking thing. about these games. Just say the name. <laughs> yeah. What, what do they call this thing? <laughs> well, they call it something else. We call it the passive. The passive aggressive pawn. Hey, 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 hey! Yeah. Your turn. Go, 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 go. Number two for me is a game called. Oh. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, you took my number two. It was Micro Macro. Now huh. it's going to be a game called uh, Dad Bossa. Only with an M, yep. it's Mad um, Bossa. But if you say it right, it's Mumbasa. Mommy Bossa. Yes, by, by Daddy Fister. Yeah. By Daddy Fister. Oh Daddy. Daddy. Hey, Daddy Fister. Hey, Daddy Fister. Hey, Daddy Fister. How you doing there? What's up, Daddy Fister? I'm Daddy Fister. <laughs> This is remind me of. Have like, you seen that movie before? <laughs> no. no. Oh, God. What's up, Daddy? Oh, man. Fister. Daddy Fister. <laughs> That's one of those ones if the pause takes too long. It's like, yeah. hey, Daddy Fister, or hey, Daddy Fister. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like a let's eat Grandma. Let's eat. <laughs> yeah. Let's grandma. eat Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Is it my turn? Yeah, number two. Which oh, number two? Right. Modern art. Or modern I fart. Almost oh. said um, modern fart. Oh. Modern fart is cool. Um, I love that game. Natalie hates it. Fun like yep. auctiony thing, right? It's, well, it's silly, but it's fun auction-y. for some people. <laughs> yeah, modern fart good. for art. Fuck you. All right, number one. <laughs> <laughs> number one. No one's surprised. Mind management. No one is surprised. We know. I almost You're took on the Kickstarter. Page I know. I was like, yeah, Natalie goes way up on your list. I got Kickstarter page. Natalie, the corporate shill. The shill, Natalie. You were like, what should I pick? And I was like, he's just gonna say mind management. Yeah. I almost did because you said micro macro and that was my number 10. You heard him. <laughs> All right, here's my number one. <laughs> oh my my Wait, that was your number one, right? All right, my number one is going to be Marvel United. Oh, you know why? Because I yeah. originally I ate a lot of shit. <laughs> I, I took out my poop knife, carved it up on a plate, and just took my poop fork and ate it Ew. after I played it the first time and was like, this game is stupid. You did. You and like, then I played it again dumb. and I was like, this game is really good. <laughs> and also, no matter what the game is yeah, like, don't matter what. it gave us like a lifetime of minis to pay. We got so many minis. <laughs> and yeah, the and Marvel cool. one's coming. The X-Men. This is and, Marvel. I mean, the X-Men one's coming. <laughs> <laughs> the Marvel one's already Marvel here. United yeah. is coming. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're coming. They're yeah, coming. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're gonna well, be. They're gonna need BG Shield. According to Ryan, the X Men is like fifteen times as many or something. Not oh, even close to what I said. Like. I did not say. I said it's it exactly the same amount. No. It's gonna be like I'm getting like, more cubes. I feel like every time you talk about it, like you're like, oh wait, so many are. <laughs> it is. Oh, I mean, it's gonna be like it's probably like fifteen times what the original. Was. <laughs> Five, fifteen. Yeah, that's what I read. That was actually the big header on the advertisement for the Kickstarter. Fifteen times the original. What you got before? 
for I feel 15 like, good luck, fuckers. <laughs> I feel like suddenly all the things got this shit. and we just yeah, got really loud happened. and crazy. What's well, like, they, we're, I think we're all like, the episode's almost over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Make right, Jeff, all the way to the end. Number one. My number Wait, did you say it already? No. What? no. Okay. <laughs> He still has to do the people. Too. I'm so gross. Look at all these people I got to do. Look at all these people I have to do. Damn. Gosh. He's doing all the people. All right. My number one is Mangrovia. Really? What? I remember that. that. It's a game, that. Natalie. It's he won game. it in a giveaway from oh me. Gosh, it's really good. From you? So, again, yeah. if I'm thinking of like favorites, the Magnificent's amazing. Um, what the hell did you say earlier? Micro Macro is amazing. <laughs> but Mangrovia is one that needs to be highlighted that's just under the radar. Yeah, you game. don't fucking hear that's that. It's good. About it's got that. a cool little action y boat thing that you could get like better benefits, but you go later in the turn. I think that's really cool. No one said uh, Maracaibo. I My almost God, did. God, can I do the Instagram top five? <laughs> oh, what? Sorry, <laughs> bitch. Cut this We're out. We're saying them all. God, all right. Is that number one? Oh, Natalie. Well, I guess we'll find out. Who cares? You're pretty Quick and shout stuff, out but damn it. To everyone who answered me Miss French Toast, mm. Ty G808, The People's Meeple, Plurpy, CP Wilson, Osgore, uh, Jess Fen 54 Jim Gamer, better half of you is the McMeeples Trivia Geek, SD Bram, Curtis Howland. <laughs> and Jeff's going to do Howland. you all. I'm going to do all of you here in a minute. Dog Power Vehicles, oh, Swoozle, hey. Bulls and Boards, Stephen Godfrey 77, uh, Board Gaming Madigan, Main uh, Street Meeples, ooh. Swoozle, I already said, and that's mm, it. Um, no. Number five of the IG. M Games is Merchants of the Dark Merchants Road. Merchants of the Dark Road. Wait, is that not the one you said? You That's said Merchants, Merchants Cove. Cove. Right. Yeah. Um, I think Ben and M also like Merchants of the Dark Road. I do like that one. I know Joe, uh, uh, Dunk, not Dunk, Dunk, uh, Deepwater Joe. He loves that game. Okay. You know and it's a bummer if you like Merchants Cove and Merchants of the Dark Road. You can't just shorten it to Merchants. Yeah, you're like, which Merchants do you yeah. want to play? There's also Merchants of Venus. What a bummer. Yeah. And Merchants and Marauders. Yep. And, and, and Merchants, probably. Merchants. <laughs> the game is called Merchants. That's Mer like, Chance. Yeah. Mermaid Chance. <laughs> it's <a> chance. <laughs> Number four, Mind Management. Number three, Moon Rakers. It's Ooh. a game I would like oh. to play. It seems yeah. like a cool I've game. I've heard it's good. Number two, The Magnificent. And number one, thanks a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> what honorable lady. mentions did you have? Oh, okay. Monstrosity. I was first. Nope. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't say a name. The Mind. The Mind. <laughs> Mama Mia. Oh, yeah, The Mind. That should be on my list. Yeah. The Mind. The Mind is good. Mandala Stones, Medium. Mechanica. Mechanica. Mama Mia. Mechanica. Mama Mia. Mama Mia. My City. My City. We only played it the one time, so we didn't Monopoly. Oh, That was on the IG honorable mention. Monopoly, Mandala Stones, How did you not say Meadow? Oh, because it fucking sucks. Meadow was on there. It was not. terrible. Meglev Metro. Oh, yeah. Uh, Medici. Wait, you've played that? No, but that's on the IG. This oh, the oh IG. this is the IG. Medici? Medici? Medici. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Max vs. Minions was on there. Merlin and Mysterium. Mm. Those were some yeah. honorable mentions on the Forgot IG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top. I, mean, I wouldn't have put them on there, but whatever. Cool. <laughs> well, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, that's, true. <laughs> that's right. And I wouldn't. And I wouldn't for next time. Oh, my gosh. So that's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at GameCasters or at MadBoardGamer. Both of those accounts service the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search GameCasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at thegamecasterspodcast at gmail.com. If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash thegamecasters. There's also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different game casters mad board gamer gateway gear so head on over to the gatewaynetwork.com forward slash store please follow me and consider subscribing on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters so for natalie and jeff the mad board gamer i'm ryan and you have been listening to the gamecasters good night everybody
Hello, 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 hello. Hello. I got to say hello six times. Say hello. Hello, 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 hello. That was way more than six. It was. Hello, 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 hello. So try to try to match my volume. So hello, 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 hello. Perfect. Sure. Oh, oops! I hit the button. Oops! 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 